0: fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Chris
1: Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clayer.
0: Yes, there's no two ways above it. He's super white. And Alex Sinar. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Uh... Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Meal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker and Alex, and we watch The Skulls. Now, it's always a good sign where I could just say the name of the movie, The Skulls, and it elicits (laughs) Beavis and Butthead laughter. It's so fucking cool. I miss you, Paul Walker. I miss you so much. Now, if you were to graphically analyze the power level of movies, as the release dates approach 9-11, their power level <laughs> infinitely increases. <laughs>
1: I Man, you're not wrong. The closer we get to that, to that breaking point, the more insane movies get. We really had it coming. Yeah, the limit does not exist. (laughs) If only the Skulls had known
2: about
0: 9-11, this could have all been prevented. The Skulls probably did it. Yeah, they were were probably, like, they orchestrated the whole thing. No one wins. Anyway, uh, before I get into that, Parker, do we have any news besides (laughs) Unhinged? Look, there's a lot
1: of bad news in the world. There's a lot of bad news in movies, so I thought I would change it up and just leave y'all with one piece of pleasant information. And that is that Microsoft Flight Simulator just came out, and there's already just a massive plane graveyard of all the people that found Epstein's Island and flew to it. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to give you all those good thoughts for the week. Like, if you fly there, you just see planes littering the ground where people found it and flew to Uh, it. I hope those people never run
0: for office. They're going to get canceled. It's been out for a day.
2: Man, they can't cancel all of
0: us. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to build a giant structure out of all those dead planes.
2: Just the fucking I am Spartacus moment of just people our age saying that they said the N-word on Xbox Live. It's going to be a giant wicker man of
0: Ghislaine Maxwell. Damn, that's what I was going (laughs) to say.
1: No, that's all. Oh, I mean, all the movie news is, hey, that thing you wanted to see got pushed back, or it's just going to get farted on the VOD in the month. doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: apparently typical stuff. Uh, Everything's going
1: to get remade. There's no new ideas.
0: We're all going to die, but at least we have little St. James. That's. About- <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the doc went there and that's why he got removed from Twitch? What happened to the doc? <laughs> People are asking. We should get a theme song for that. By the time you make one, he'll just be like, yeah, so here's what happened. And then the whole segment <laughs> I works. just took a different partnership and, you know, whatever. Okay, uh... In that case, let's get to our jerks of the week Oh, fuck I can't believe you've done this My jerk of the week, man, you think you know someone Michelle, who came over recently uh, text me, she's like Oh, hey, by the way, I'm watching It's a Wonderful Life And I was like, oh, hey Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies And she says, is that the movie with a bike in it? I don't know what that means uh, <laughs> no Oh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure
2: Yeah, I love that movie <laughs>
0: That might be the worst way to describe a movie that I've ever heard. Is the that the with movie the with a bike in it?
2: See, you say that, and I just think of those fucking motorcycle hooligans driving through Gary Busey's house. <laughs> 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 that is what that <laughs> phrase conjures for me. But um, it... All movies with bikes in them. <clears throat> my jerk of the week is my girlfriend, for reasons that I'm about to explain. Oh, you know, fuck yes. You know how relationships are about compromise and finding out a way to work together and live together and just have your stuff like a way that works for everybody. So my girlfriend is eight inches shorter than me. So when she was like, hey, we should probably install like a shelf in the bathroom. I, of course, was like considerate and was like, I'll put this at your height. You know, I'm a nice person. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this like lower than I would put it. So it's convenient for you. You know, and you just sometimes you just try to help people out. So I'm in the shower the other day, and I'm thinking, like, man, it's really weird that I haven't managed to hit my head on that shelf yet, because it is, like, at chest level for me, which is strange. Not ten minutes later, I drop the soap, go to pick it up, and get a four-inch gash on my forehead from the shower thing. Oh! (laughs) I look like a horror movie villain. It fucking sucks. Oh. (laughs) So it's... So my jerk of the week is everyone under five foot on the planet. Same, but everyone under six foot. Wet-ass (laughs) P-word. That's so cool. That PFT
0: video where he's just on his knees at the desk. (laughs) Just keeps shrinking every time it goes back to him. Oh, man, we should have all done there like our fucking Ben Shapiro voices when
2: I talked about no safe spaces. Imagine, if you will, a posh country club. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they claim that there's a secret society there's a secret society then ipso facto you cannot know about it so how would we know about the existence of such these questions a and skull. more will be answered on the next episode a skull above any other now riddle me this they're a secret society but they have a haunted mansion on campus What this does that make <laughs> they listen to real music they listen to creed they do not listen to cardi b <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the Tucker Carlson video of tu- of Cardi B where he censors everything that she says besides pH balance and bacon, egg, and cheese?
2: Yeah, I allow you f- to dab dry ass f- because your all pH balance is off, and you wanna know why? It's not because you're born with it. It's because y'all keep f- these dirty ass. F- you gotta tell, babe, yo, you're d- more like mustard. My n***a wanna throw my pH balance off. Y'all b- be f- these little dirty ass. F- I be f- they d- and sh-. Y'all b- need to f- brush your teeth before you. Sp- Eating barbecue ribs the whole day, bacon, egg, and cheese. Then you bleep right after. He directly put it inside your bleep. Now you got bacon, egg,
3: and cheese grease inside your bleep. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's garbage. <laughs> it might be one of the funniest video edits, video edits I've ever seen in my life. I think bleeping people just makes things a whole lot funnier. Kind of does. <laughs> You're wrong. I have no idea what she was talking about, but she, she could be a balance of bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> beep, beep. Yum, yum, yum. Beep. <laughs> okay, so moving along to what we watched recently. This one might be a long one. I, I watched a whole lot of movies this week. Um, mostly science fiction, but there was one that wasn't science fiction. And... Uh, now, this is going to be a long conversation, but Alex, I can't believe it, but I think I hated Sleepaway Camp even more than you did. <laughs> oh, forgot
1: Oh man, it's been a long week. I forgot about that. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the
0: first things we did. I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. No. Alex, why were you so nice to it? It's a good question. There was man. a you definitely gave at least one mercy. Start. I
2: feel like you know I feel like horror fans get bullied enough both on this podcast and in real life because they're fucking losers. And I just you know I wanted to I wanted to be nice.
0: Now Parker, you kind of uh, bring this up a little bit because I told you man, Sleepaway Camp sucks. I was texting you a lot about how much I hate it, and you're just like, that's not even the top ten worst uh, <laughs> summer camp movies. And I was just I have like,
1: seen things that'll turn your fucking hair white, dude. So I asked, what are the <laughs> ten <laughs> best nothing. ones? And he's just like, I don't know if there are any ten good ones,
0: but. <laughs> (laughs) question thanks for playing yeah sleepway camp is awful where do i begin uh i don't want to run over too much of what alex said but you kept it somewhat vague so i guess i can the acting's terrible the writing's terrible i don't like the child molestation subplot that happens very early on uh really i thought that was your speed no I, i don't like that stuff in movies uh, I don't like the way that it looks. Uh, there's this awful piss-colored filter over everything. Um, you're not going to get a Blu-ray copy of this. But I think the biggest thing to me that really bothered me that no one else seems to mention online, at least, is the audio. It just sounds bad. Like, everyone's either too close to a mic or something. I have no idea what the audio mixer was doing, but it just sounds awful. And boy, you were right about that so-called twist. That's not a twist. <laughs> That's not an the iconic just ending that happens. happens.
1: <coughs> oh, that's different. Whatever. Is it? It's, it's not even
0: making a point. It's not even transphobic. It's just like, oh. Oh, well, I guess I didn't consider that. I, you, you can't even <laughs> say, I guess like, the movie's over. <laughs> you can't even say that that solves the mystery because we already knew. Uh, we knew as soon as the first murder happens who did it and why, but it's just something sure that happens
1: Our main character.
0: Like, the effects don't look good. Nothing's good about it. it. It looks like it was shot for so for so cheap. I, I don't you know don't why say. horror fans like this movie.
1: I mean, you, can Parker... you about most horror movies. <laughs> I
3: know. True.
1: Yeah. But, Parker, you say, yeah, like, I love like making people... That's the point, Parker. <laughs> Parker.
0: Parker Parker like to say, it was like, oh, it's worth it for making my roommate sit through to the end just to see that face. What, where she's making the soy face? She's making the soylent grin? I mean
1: ex-roommate but uh
0: (laughs) the payoff there was quite wonderful in person
1: because it was she went through a lot of emotions at that time anger confusion more confusion why did you show this to me standing up drunk going wait a second and then almost (laughs) falling into the tv
0: There was a lot going on i think there were a lot of moving pieces at play it was was awful uh, I I did not like this Sam I am. I'm not looking forward to the next one. Alright, so next week's sleep <laughs> Hey, don't steal jokes for me. I don't like that. So Put it on a list. I'll have to watch it. Oops to joking. <laughs> okay, so um, I was sort of on the science fiction kick this week, and before I watch science fiction, I prefer to watch science fact. So I rewatched Apollo <laughs> 11 on Blu-ray. Boy, I really, really loved that movie. It's I don't even care about how well it's made or anything. I just love that stuff. I really, really buy into that stuff. I like Alex said. It's Stanley Kubrick's best movie.
2: Chris, I can't. I can't help but notice that you said science fact and you talked about Apollo Eleven. It's really crazy. <laughs> it's a fact
0: that it didn't happen. So, I uh, Buzz Aldrin, Apollo come 11. at me. <laughs> it just ends with like Buzz
1: Aldrin doing the sleepway can't face it the camera trust me. He's like oh my god they're on a sound stage in the movie trust me alex
0: <laughs> you don't want buzz aldrin to come at you, <laughs> do you i live on the, do the fourth or i don't even think he can get up here <laughs> exactly uh, he went higher than that anyway <laughs> allegedly yeah allegedly <laughs> so um, i watched a whole bunch of star trek movies uh, the the ones for the original series ones with shatner Nimoy, and Nemoy and Kelly and stuff like that but before I talk about those, one more horror movie. I watched Extro. Uh, Parker, remember me telling you about this one? What a powerful movie! Now, what a powerful Parker! You also said movie. that you tried to watch this in an airport.
1: Yeah, uh, did not last long on that endeavor. Yeah,
0: didn't think so. I
1: was sitting there and at Dulles waiting to come back home, and <laughs> like, oh, let me put this onto my hard drive. Huh? Well, let me just turn this <laughs> off real
0: quick. <laughs> no. Oops. Extra was sold to me as being a really, really bad movie. Uh, I don't watch Best of the Worst, but it was—it was told to me that this is like one of the worst movies ever made, and uh, everyone hated it. I think I showed you Parker some of the contemporary reviews. Roger Ebert just savaged this movie, and now he's burning in hell because he didn't like Silent Hill. So, exactly. he, I so I put on Extra, and I have to admit, as soon as it started, the whole thing's in British. And uh, oh God,
1: we'll get to that that was uh that was part of the reason i was like i don't know what the fuck they're saying now he's yeah. eating this woman out i'm <laughs> in a public place i don't live here i gotta turn this off uh
0: there were two things i liked about it one the soundtrack kind of worked with the atmosphere to give it a, a sort of a, a weird atmosphere that you don't see a lot in horror movies and it kind of works and the other one parker is that one shot you that know the fucking one thing <laughs> crawling out of the bushes was a real like oh I want something else yeah exactly I'm be at this
1: airport for like five hours I don't need this
0: I am dead serious that's one of the scariest shots I've ever seen in a movie and it reminds me of the best moments of the original Halloween and my favorite moments of the original Halloween are when you just see that silhouette of Michael Myers in broad daylight just standing there looking at you. You look away, you look back, and he's gone. It's that thing you saw out of the corner of your eye, or that thing that you thought you saw. There are so many moments, man. That you're like you're driving along the road by yourself late at night with just your uh, headlights on, and it's completely dark around you, and you think you saw something, and it might have looked like that. First of all, I don't know why they get out of the car. That's like under guys, no okay. circumstances. <laughs> I am not driving till i'm in another fucking zip
2: code. <laughs> you should uh you should go in the IP torrents for this movie and comment that.
0: <laughs> I I mean here's the thing about it, it's like, is this a better scare? Is this worth watching it for as compared to like Sleepway Camp? Yeah, mostly because it occurs in like the first sixteen minutes, as opposed to the very end of the movie. And towards the end, it gets pretty crazy. It's I don't know necessarily if this movie was trying to convey a message and what that message would be but I don't think I'm gonna forget this one anytime soon uh cause
1: talked talking about this a bit over text cause you watched Sleepaway Camp first and I was like yeah I mean I was seeing like at least a dozen worst like camp slasher movies and then you're watching extra or any views about the worst movie ever it's like
0: yes like you you've seen nothing. You don't know the <laughs>
1: horrors I've witnessed. You fucking casual. That's exactly yeah. what I
0: came through. It was a realization. Is now I know what you're talking about with Sleepaway Camp. It's like if if Extra's the worst movie you've ever seen. If it was an insult to movies, as one review put it. Like, really, that's the worst you've seen. Like, this is like, like a middling kind of movie. It's like exactly like I almost Sleep Sleepaway
1: Camp it. isn't good, but like Jesus, the things I have witnessed <laughs> in my life. <laughs> like, I think God you put like, dude, I've watched 10
0: worst movies this week.
1: Yeah. Easily. I could go through my letterbox right now and be like, yep, yep. That fucking We Summon the Darkness movie, that movie is a pile of dog shit. <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention it. Like, oh wow, a, a satanic cult movie with Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> Garbage. I'm sorry, what? Whoa. It's Hold He's up. filmed that for like a day. You know how oh, I even. feel about Johnny Knoxville. But it was on Netflix. I was so excited. That movie, boy... Has some ideas. <laughs>
0: that doesn't matter. Lacking
1: well. on all of the follow through. It's it's fine. Like I would I'd rather get drunk and make someone watch Sleepaway Camp
0: than fucking watch that again. <laughs> I wouldn't want to sit through Sleepaway Camp ever again if I had watched it once. That's what I'm telling you, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, is one of the best movies I've ever seen. That was an absolute classic. That does everything well. I love the acting, I love the writing, I love the way it's shot, this is what I want from a science fiction movie. It's got all these themes, it's got so many ways to solve complex problems with you know, futuristic solutions, it's done great with the characters, this is what Star Trek should be, it's what science fiction should be. If you guys haven't seen Wrath of Khan, maybe watch like one episode of Star Trek, the original series, I guess it'd be the Khan episode, and of course, sitting on the edge forever, and then watch this movie. You should be good. This is, like, really... It was actually worth sitting through the entire wretched third season just so I could get to this. I'm really happy. Have you guys ever seen this one? Have you ever seen any Star Trek?
1: Uh, I've I've seen three of them. (laughs) Same. I've seen three. I've had this on my hard drive since I saw Star Trek Beyond. I was like, oh, shit, maybe I can like Star Trek. I should watch this one that everyone loves and it is still on my hard drive.
0: Well, Clownhouse is on my hard drive, so I think you okay. win. <laughs>
1: Look, you know me, I can't just watch, oh, let me just watch the second Star Trek
0: movie and move on. You know
3: that can't happen.
0: You know I'm the same way, which is why exactly. I watched Star Trek 3: The Search for Spock. Okay, so I remember I said oh, there were a find lot him? of <laughs> the, Yeah. So, uh you remember in star trek 2 there's like a whole bunch of themes and everything and there's like some really complex dilemmas that they have to go through and important dramatic actions are undertaken star trek 3 is about undoing those uh about undoing the central message uh it's not really oh shit so spock's really a palpatine that's fucking sick dude (laughs) dead speak uh anyway oh my god that actually happens in the movie anyway so uh (laughs) so here's the thing um it's not anywhere near as bad as most Star Trek fans seem to claim that it is. Most Star Trek fans say that the odd numbered movies are really bad and the even numbered movies are really good. This is a fine movie. It's okay. It doesn't really do anything that, like, really pisses me off. Is it going to be as good as number two? No, but no Star Wars movie is as good as number two. It's fine. Uh, I, I think what I really liked about it is. Uh, Leonard Nimoy did not want to be in Star Trek anymore, so in the second movie, he requested that he be killed off. And then he said, "Man, I had so much fun! I'm coming back for another one." Uh, what a oops. fucking king! Yeah, <laughs>
1: give my character a noble
0: end. In, in, How many zeros are on that? Hang on. In fact, maybe I'm actually okay. In fact, he had so much fun that he directed the third one. So uh, That's right. yeah, uh, there's that. And oh, what's his name? Uh, Christopher. Or Christopher. What's his name? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd plays the uh, the main villain in this movie. He is so good at this. He's good at just about everything he does. Um, thinking it. You no, know, he was in a Hulk Hogan movie. Ah, he was good in that too. Okay, so let's move on to what? Star Trek IV, The Voyage <laughs> Home. Parker, oh, you told me about buddy, the movie where they have to buddy, go buddy, save buddy, the whales. Buddy, 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 buddy. <laughs> so happy for you. I'm happy you're able to squeeze this one in. This is one of the funniest movies I think I've ever seen in the sci-fi genre. <laughs> Fucking owned. It was... I was dying. This is one of those things where they do... It's a trope that's been done a million times before. Fish out of water. You're gonna see this in a whole bunch of movies. And especially a lot of 90s movies. It's just like, what happens when the Brady Bunch lives in LA? What happens when the Addams family goes to summer camp? If you can do it right, it works out really well. And The Voyage Home... Actually works fantastic. I sent you that scene where they where they haggle over whether they like Italian food was fantastic. Um, <laughs> this is the movie where I, I was born in eighty nine, so it's like the Cold War had just about ended, and I never really understood the whole like drama behind it because you don't really see too much of that in movies. Boy, it is right on display with Chekhov going around to policemen asking them in a Russian accent where the nearest nuclear vessel is. <laughs> 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 there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that I really really like in this, As Spock is just so good at that dry humor so I can't believe it Star Trek 4 The Voyage Home is I, I don't know if i call it the second funniest science fiction movie I've ever seen um, I guess it'd be right after uh, uh, Galaxy Quest, there's probably a whole bunch that I'm forgetting but I laughed really really hard and uh, I, I loved it then I watched Star Trek 5, The Final Frontier. Now, (laughs) this is direct... The last two movies were directed by uh, Nimoy. He's so good. And now in Star Trek 5, William Shatner directed it. Oh, buddy. Now, I didn't didn't know much about Star Trek 5. The only thing... This is a weird kind of controversy, but... Do you remember that thing where uh, James Rolfe was, like, refusing to review the Ghostbusters remake, and people got really mad at him? One of the criticisms I saw was, like, how dare he... No, no, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, one of the comments was like, how dare he refuse to watch the Ghostbusters remake when he has a VHS behind him of Star Trek V? I was like, was that, like, really bad or something? So I put it on.
2: Yeah. Dude, I'm so happy that you just pulled something that happened in a James Rolfe video. That's the only thing I've...
0: That's the only time I've ever heard of Star Trek (laughs) V. I
2: love that the controversy is going
1: like, yeah, I don't really want to watch it. People keep asking me to. I don't really want to see it. I just turned into... What? This misogynist <laughs> gamer. I just don't want to see this movie. It looks like ass.
0: Sorry. Please stop sending me emails about it. No, Parker, I understand... Why are you
2: so mad, video game nerd? Parker,
0: I understand what you're saying, but they have a fair point about Star Trek V. <laughs> like, you'll watch that and not this shit? Star Trek, you got to draw the line somewhere. Star Trek V is... Really, really, really bad. Yeah, it turns out. There's uh, probably
1: a difference between watching Star Trek five as a kid and being in your late 30s and being like, man, I don't want to see the power of Patty compels you. I don't fucking need this. I'm, I have a mortgage. Fuck this.
0: <laughs> I, I guess I understand it. I think that's the that's the thing about Star Trek fans is if you're a real hardcore Trekkie, you have to have all the movies, right? You have to have the full VHS set or something. The only good ones are two and four. Why why would you get the rest of them? It's like, boy, other oh, those really Is my, is my good... F- is my good friend Chris a hardcore Trekkie now? No, I, I watch can't. The entire be. series, watch the movies. I can't be. Well, I haven't seen the the next generation, so. Oh yeah. there's <laughs> still plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. there
3: is. Uh,
1: yeah, apparently, mostly, I know. mostly just want you to watch it so I can assign you Picard and just like watch you break down. You know, it'd be so out. much funnier if you
0: assigned me Below decks. Which still I mean, makes me mad. I don't know what makes me madder. Isn't that advertisement for Below decks or that video you sent me of the guy singing that song about Kamala Harris? look it's in the cards. See. we'll see how this <laughs> we'll see how the season pans out we
1: should if have. i get any of like uh you know it's actually not that bad might actually be the, the worst is it, is
2: is it time for some uh some preseason game of games assignments oh we got it to be doing that anyway Thank you. wait we're not there is no preseason. <laughs> so anyway exactly we gotta get uh we gotta get in the mid-season form without a preseason. <laughs> uh, gotta... like how else are we gonna do it <laughs> oh damn on? chris none of your team showed up to play
1: they all lost <laughs> you hate to yeah. see it <laughs>
0: Okay, so let me talk about The Final Frontier. So back when they were making the first Star Trek movie, Paramount or whoever the company was, I don't care, uh, called all the writers in there, like, we need an idea for the Star Trek movie, and it's got to be big, really big. And all the science fiction writers were like, "Uh, okay, we'll come up with some da-da-da-da-da. And... I think Harlan Ellison came up something. was like, they go back to the dawn of time and they witness the birth of man or something. They're like, no, no, it's got to be bigger than that. And I think he floated and was like, okay, you want big? Here's one. They meet God, kill God, become God, and then take over the universe and set forth a thousand other enterprises to populate the species with more gods. And they said, but let's make it bigger. Then he just walked out of the meeting. So in this one, they meet God. William Shatner's brilliant idea. Uh not literally it's it's just some guy i guess but it's really stupid i think the problem that i have with it um you know nichelle nichols she plays uh (laughs) anyway lieutenant uhura is 57 years old when this movie came out and they have her doing an erotic fan dance with her legs exposed and everything what disgusting (laughs) (laughs) so i wasn't a fan say. of this movie Got it. anyway then the sixth movie happens and uh i don't really have anything interesting to say about the sixth movie i think by this point um have you guys ever heard of ballot fatigue it's like when you're voting and you go down the list and i'm like oh what is this dog catcher or something i don't care vote for the republican or something like that and you don't actually read the name so you don't even care who you're voting for you really just showed up to vote for president maybe a senator and uh stuff like that that's more or less how the star trek series works is by the time you get to the sixth star trek where you're like oh i don't even care anymore
2: it's funny you say that because of my primary ballot i definitely got to the delegates to the dnc and voted for all of the men who were supporting tulsi gabbard just to send all those horny uncles to uh <laughs> to milwaukee <laughs> anyway
1: so what's the plot of six demanding, how do they demanding. follow up meeting god Oh. So it's good, So, huh? <laughs> anyway, the Klingons
0: are really upset about... Uh, describe the plot. That's a good challenge. Okay. So, the Klingons have more or less been portrayed as Russia. There's, like, a Cold War thing going on. But this movie came out in 1991, so it can't really do oh that anymore. God. So they're like, well, guess the Klingons and the humans have to be friends now. And uh, there's, like, a controversy. There's, like, a fake assassination, and Kirk gets blamed for it and stuff. And um, then it's revealed that it was all... Fake. oh yeah uh what's her name uh i forgot her. kim cattrall kim cattrall is in this as a vulcan hey this sounds like shit i don't know actually interesting i forgot to mention kirstie alley you know you guys know kirstie alley she was a she was a celebrity kirstie alley is uh a vulcan in the second movie she's really good i was surprised she's like one of the best parts of that movie and then she was just like, oh, I can make actual contract demands, and then they cut her out of the 40. I
1: love that you've been on this, like, months long journey watching the entire series and all the movies, and my takeaway is like, all right, I'll watch two and maybe four. Got it. <laughs> that's,
0: that's probably, do. Well, tell you what, I'll come, up, <laughs> I'll come up with, like, two of the original series shows that you should watch, which you should watch at least for context, and one of them because it's, like, actually one of the best things ever made. Uh, then I watched an anime. I binge-watched an anime of my own oh, volition. Buddy. I was on a science How fiction thing. It's called Outlaw oh, Star. Parker, you said you switched. I just started levitating. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I actually liked Fucking it a lot. I, I thought it was really good. Oh, I haven't good. seen that since I was a kid. Yep. The art... Unfortunately, this is the same thing I said about Evangelion, which I hated. Uh, the art is great, except when it's not... Um, i like the ideas I, I like the characters a lot i think it's it's more character driven and i think that's why i like it it's i can identify who these people are i like the protagonist a lot because he's very much like bruce campbell in the evil dead series it's like he's very confident but he's also a bumbling oaf i i, I like him a lot uh i like the characters they they interact well and there's a uh, good music too not as good as cowboy bebop but uh yeah i can recommend uh oh, yeah. outlaw star People told me that it was like, oh, I don't know, Chris. It gets a little fan-service-y. and I don't really like fan-service in anime because it gets kind of not my type. But it it wasn't too bad. And then I got to the uh, <laughs> was it the hot <laughs> parts episode or was it the steam Man, I can't bath or whatever? He just kept his lore for me all
3: week.
1: <laughs> I'm so yeah. upset.
0: Just go on with the full frontal and everything. And that's like a key episode. They cut it out of the American broadcast they for sure obvious did. reasons. <laughs> and that they're just like where did you get those four magical bullets that drain your life it's like well at the hot springs <laughs> um so yeah it was pretty good and then finally finally uh i watched interstellar ooh i've got that coming up soon. um man. now alex you've kind of mentioned this one a lot as a movie that you strongly disliked but hey, you thought I that say i would strongly
2: enjoy. disliked but yeah I would, well, it didn't do a lot for me
0: yeah, uh, yeah, I ended up loving it. I ended up thinking it was really, really good. And you also said that it's like, you're a Nolan guy. This is going to be right up your alley. Um, I like it a lot, uh, but I definitely have some criticisms. Uh, the first thing is, and this is really, really important, is the characterization. I think Matthew McConaughey is a great actor, one of the greatest eh. of our time and he doesn't have an i i do and there's a a bunch of movies i've seen him in a bunch of really bad performances this is not one of them i think he's great in this movie but he doesn't have a character like what are his character traits in this movie that is a major flaw and unfortunately that flaw can be applied to almost every single character the plot is great the effects are great it looks great sounds great i love the idea it made me think i'm still thinking about it and if you ask me to describe any of the characters in that same way that they do in those uh, red-letter media Star Wars things, describe them without saying their name or their job, I'm not quite sure how to do that. Besides, one of them really misses her father? That's not a character trait. One of them wants to go to outer space? That's that's a desire. It's not hey, a hey, Chris, trait. Let me, let me pause you right and, there. Describe
2: yeah. a character in a Christopher well, Nolan movie that isn't Batman. Bonus oh, points think, if it's I a woman, a by, by the way. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm was... <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, so I can't say that he's an assassin. <laughs> There's this guy who wakes up once, right? And he <laughs> oh, yeah, the guy the guy that body. literally
2: forgets his entire character every five minutes is the one King for Nolan character you can recall. Wow. it's
0: so, uh, <laughs> the first one that so comes to mind. He's one very of my favorites. Tired. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait a second, though. No, I, I was thinking about that. I like most characters in Christopher Nolan movies. I like the I like their writing and everything. And the writing in this movie was pretty good, but it didn't feel quite the same as other Christopher Nolan movies, which gets to I guess my other criticism. This doesn't feel like a Christopher Nolan movie. It feels like a Kip Thorne movie. Kip Thorne was the theoretical physicist who came up with most of the stuff in this movie. One of the things that's kind of nice about it is it's all based in scientific fact, except for the ice clouds. That's not possible. But it, it, it Something kind of takes away from the fanciful aspect of it. I think if Christopher Nolan had a little bit more control over this, it might have been better served. Uh, there are a lot of things that I really like about this. I might see it again. I might buy the Blu-ray. I, I'm very happy I got to watch it on my big-ass screen. When they go into that wormhole, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But it's definitely not perfect, and it's definitely not my favorite Nolan movie. But I'm happy. I, I haven't
1: saw. gotten there yet, but it was very nice seeing that runtime, and then Dunkirk come out and be like, oh, it's like 90 minutes. Don't worry about it. That was a real relief. Yeah, like, oh real. god, if this just becomes the fucking two-hour forty-five guy for the rest of history, I think I'm over it.
0: Yeah. So that's the thing is uh, Dunkirk is another one with uh, not particularly strong characterization, and it makes me think: Why on earth do I love Christopher Nolan movies? <laughs> I prefer character-driven narratives. You know, me personally, I'm not saying that like no one should like Nolan movies. That's ridiculous. But I'm more of a character driven guy. The characters in Outlaw Star and anime have better characterization than Interstellar, Dunkirk, uh, even a couple of the Batman movies that he did. And it shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't like that. But I do, and I guess it's just the strength of the plot. I mean, he's, I don't dude, know. I want to watch Outlaw Star so fucking bad right now. Like, you it's all I can think about, dude. It's like, what, 26 episodes? That opening theme song oh, is so cool. So God, God damn, damn it. it. Okay, we gotta stop recording. Right. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put this off for tomorrow. <laughs> so, Alex, uh, would you like to get into a little bit more about what you didn't like about Interstellar? Um,
2: I think it's just kind of, kind of trite. I mean, like... Like, what you said about feeling like it's a a movie by that theoretical physicist or whatever. Like, yeah, I kind of get it. Like, Uh it almost, like... And this is a really weird comparison for me to be making, because this is actually a movie that I'm one of the few people that actually still likes it. But, like, it reminded me of all the time travel shit in Donnie Darko. Like, it was, like, a weight uh, on the rest of the movie. (laughs) Like, I...
0: I was wondering how you were going to hurt it, I mean, me tonight.
2: Like, Donnie Darko is still one of my favorite movies. Like, I love so many aspects of that movie. You can miss me with the time travel stuff. You know that's one of I my most despised yeah. movies. No, I, I have, like, I have like really weirdly personal mo- reasons for really enjoying that movie. But, um, um... Yeah, I understand. No, but it's just, like, I feel like that movie drags. I feel like I don't care what anyone's doing. And I'm just waiting for the next scene where I get to look at cool space shit. And I find that movies like that, and there are a lot of space movies like that, in my opinion, where it's just, like, there are four incredible shots of, like, space shit that it's, like, worth watching the movie for, and, like, everything else in between sort of feels, like, filler to me, and that's one of those movies, and, like, I didn't really care about, like, the quote-unquote twist or anything, like, I just, I don't know, it just didn't, didn't click, like, at all, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I think I can understand that to an extent, um, See, as much as you have a personal attachment to Donnie Darko, I think I definitely have a personal attachment to this movie. After watching Apollo 11 and then hearing the the bad guy scientists in, in this deny the events of Apollo 11, like we just did in Jest, and uh, to, to hear Matthew McConaughey's mission stated as, you have to leave Earth in a really cool spaceship with Anne Hathaway to go find a habitable planet. I have been thinking about that for years. This is exactly what I wanted to see in a movie. And... That's one of those things is when I watch a movie and I can just stop thinking about like, well, the cinematography and the uh, scoring effectively combined. I don't want to think about that. If I could just sit down and say, I like this. I like this idea. I want to sit through all of this. I didn't take a single bathroom break. I didn't look at my phone. I didn't pause the movie for anything. I just liked what I saw. I liked the the narrative structure with the Dust Bowl uh, interviewees at the beginning of the movie. I thought that was really cool. So the movie worked for me on a level outside of this is a good movie.
2: It was more yeah. like I like this sort See, of thing, and I think this kind of special. The thing you, you described like is exactly the reason that I hate Sunshine so much. Because the first two, th- <laughs> God, the first two thirds of Sunshine is literally that movie for me. Man, that's got to be an episode someday just so we can have a fight. Not even that I'm passionate about it, but. <laughs> I enjoy when you get really, really angry about it. I, I probably haven't seen that in a decade, so like maybe the years have, uh, have wisened me and worn down my emotions. But uh, but also probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. You're right. <laughs> hey, I just I, I need to keep a list somewhere of movies that piss me off that don't piss me off because of sex crimes, just so you can use it against me at some point in the future. You can go ahead and put Gone Girl on that list, by the way. Yeah. Uh. Oh, dude, I con- think group about group. watching
1: that once a week. It's like, man, they both hated it. I should, I should probably see man, this. That
0: movie fucking
1: Fuck blows. I'll get like, to Fincher's movies eventually. Now I'm mad yeah. again. Alex, tell well, me what we <laughs> watch?
2: So I like to play a little game as uh, you know, one of the seven millennials on the planet who pays for cable. I actually went back. I cut cord for a couple years and then uncut it mostly for sports, but like because of it, I have this like this like fucking all these cable on demand movies that I just have access to at all times that I never think to look at when I'm going through like Netflix and other streaming services and stuff because the streaming service is just so much easier. So I like to play this game like once a month or so where I load it up and I just start scrolling through the free movies and stop at the first one that seems interesting and click it. In this case, (laughs) it was a ninja movie starring Scott Atkins. So buddy, buddy,
3: buddy, buddy, buddy. So let
2: me tell you about Ninja Shadow of a Tear. So This movie opens exactly how I want all ninja movies to open, which is with fucking B-roll news footage from World War II. (laughs) It's just like, you you give me 30 seconds of that, I'm just like, done, I'm in. So Scott Atkins is a prestigious white guy ninja. Uh, People murder his wife for reasons. The bad guy has, like, a cool whip with barbed wire on it that he uses to choke people. Uh, he fucks off, he goes to a temple somewhere, you know, does some training, fights some dudes, goes to, uh, fucking Burma? I don't know, whatever. There's an extremely racist cabbie that drives him around. Like, a a racist character, the cabbie is not racist, but you know what I mean. Um, fights. He he fights the army, he fights drug dealers, there's some extremely dope kills, it is exactly what I want. From a fucking Scott Atkins ninja movie, I go to log it and find out this is the sequel to something else. I had no idea. You're not missing anything. Uh, I had, there was zero allusion to anything that previously happened (laughs) whatsoever. I mean, the odds are you're doing the right thing not (laughs) watching the
0: first movie.
1: He becomes a cool ninja. (laughs) There's a lot of ninja fights. Yeah. That's the first movie. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, in that case, you should probably watch the first movie. You, I would, I'd watch it. All right. It's not as good. The second one's better, but also, it's a, <laughs> there's another movie where Scott Atkins is a ninja. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You on. know,
2: You got you really got to tap that well for all it's worth. So, uh, right. I stumbled upon a movie from the, uh, the movies like Stay Alive page in IMDb that <laughs> really pleasantly surprised me so this is just our future so, episodes list oh buddy Sorority Row is a remake of some slasher from the 80s that I could not give any less of a shit about that probably sucks it sucks, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. it's called Sorority it Row ass don't worry so Sorority Row is a movie that stars uh let me see if I get this right it's uh it's the girl from that movie that I had Parker watch, where the uh, she's trapped in the house with the her autistic little brother and a tiger during a hurricane. Oh my god, that's yeah, her, that's her <laughs>
3: with meatloaf in there.
2: So, so we've got her, we've got Bruce Willis's daughter, and we've got Carrie Fisher for some reason in this sorority slasher. Wait, what was the name sorority of the name
0: that? Says sorority Row. I think I've, I I saw the Sorority piece. Row fucking
2: dude dude. like so like i am like i want slashers to be better than they are like i want to enjoy slashers and i rarely do this is the most i've enjoyed a slasher in a long time like for purely unironic reasons too like this movie is sick like if like you know they have the big sorority house you know all the girls are graduating the they decide to play a prank on this guy that cheated on one of their sorority sisters by uh giving him fake roofies and then having her fake die and then they have to go hide the body and so they take her out they're all laughing like oh how long should we keep this going how long should we keep this going the guy fucking wigs out and then actually like stabs a tire iron through the body and kills her so I'm like oh fuck we're on the hook we're on the hook blah 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 there's the plot of your movie then Uh-oh. somebody comes back and starts killing people all the kills are dope all of the fucking Chekhov guns in the house, like, everything goes off, is like, man, I really hope they do a uh, cool kill with that hot tub that's broken that overflows with bubbles later. Man, I really hope that flare gun comes into play later. Like, shit like that. It's so satisfying and so fucking wonderful. I I don't know how nobody told me this movie existed until I stumbled upon it, but, like, this is one of, like, the five best slashers I've ever seen, and I'm comfortable saying that. I had a fucking ball. Oh, fuck.
1: It rules. I think I talked about it before, but I think it was before you were like a main person on the show. It was a long yeah. time ago.
2: But I'm pretty it, sure
1: but you talked lives. about it. It's a real good time because I was definitely watching a ton of just random ass 2000 slashers, mm-hmm. and most of them I probably didn't even bother mentioning because there's just nothing to them, and half of them were PG-13. But this one, man, yeah. it's real oh, good. it's real good. I right, don't worry. Already added it to the future. It episodes, is. Don't even worry. It is it's it's so, so
2: violent too, like so satisfyingly violent, right. like not like not even cheesy violent. Like the fucking the guy that comes back, his weapon of choice is like this custom tire iron, like the one from the beginning of the movie, except with like a fucking blade on it and shit like that. It's fuck, it fucking rules, man. It's like a, it's like a it's like a, <laughs> a goddamn Gundam weapon, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, hello, what's the, my name is Chugs. What do you do? <laughs> I get drunk and fuck fresh. Correct. <laughs> All right. Sick.
2: <laughs> the movie's really good. It's, it's fucking sick. Like, I, I cannot recommend Sorority Row enough. That is, that should be on the future episode list. Also star of
1: multiple step-ups and S. Darko? That's a, that's a pog.
2: Oh my, S. Darko. That's, that's a that movie said. that I have not seen. And, uh, perhaps would hurt me in some ways. Anyway, so, uh. I think one of the great things about the internet is, you know, like, all these people have the ability to just, like, make their best of lists and, uh, you know, just get all their opinions out there. So you're able to discover movies that are really highly regarded that you otherwise might not have seen. So uh, I watched a movie that I've seen a lot of people on the internet say is, like, you know, by the data, the best movie ever made. A movie called Paddington. Oh, dude.
1: That movie is so
2: fucking cute. It is... (laughs) It's adorable. I seen Chris, it yet. I don't know how you haven't seen this. This is extremely up your alley. It is this is like a It's like a really enjoyable kids movie. Like like it is it is. It's absolutely adorable. Like all the effects look great. Like everyone is just incredibly endearing. But I do have to mention the thing which caused me to drop this movie a full star. You see <laughs> you see Paddington <laughs> goes to stay with his British family and this is an extremely British movie which, you know, well, it's a kids movie. It's, you, you live with it. It's uh I don't know. So, you know, you know, all the family, you know, they're warming up to him even though he keeps destroying the house because he's a fucking bear. Um like the dad is just like, "Uh, you know, I don't we can't keep this thing blah 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 blah." We finally get the scene where the Paddington bonds with the dad. How do they bond, you ask? Well, you see, they're going to track down some explorer that once found like Paddington's family in the rainforest or whatever, but they can't get into the archives. So, how does this how does this British man in this kids movie decide they're gonna sneak into the archives Chris you want to take a guess uh he
0: dresses up like one of those like British Queen's guard thing like close the cat, he dresses move.
2: up like a maid and does the, the girl voice <laughs> <laughs> for 10 minutes <laughs> oh hello I'm just the maid oh I don't look like my picture because my arm fell off ah its uh, oh my god <laughs> you Paddington. so if it wasn't for that like this would be like you know like a pantheon kids movie it's very good it's very good chris you'll you'll enjoy this at some point just watch it with somebody who wants to watch oh, something yeah. cute in the future we watched both of them back
1: to back it was an overwhelming day also paddington 2 is better uh
2: disagree because i watched oh. that too oh, and it was fine uh, oh. i was also kind of bored
1: I thought the entire prison sequence was so cute. It just made me want to fucking kill myself. The prison sequence? It was, yeah. Prison
0: sequence? Why does Paddington well, go he to be Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh.
2: For bear <laughs> crimes. For, for killing oh, bees. Yeah, no, he tried to uh, steal the honey, and the, the bee cops got him. You know how it goes. But, uh, no, like, <laughs> Paddington yeah. 2 was also good. Like, it's not... I, I just, I enjoyed the first one more. I thought the, the origin story was, like, a lot cuter. And Paddington 2, just, like, I don't know. Like, it's good. I'm not... I don't have anything bad to say about it. It was really weird when they decided to end the movie with a uh, twenty minutes of audio of a bear attack, though. I don't know why they went with that. <laughs>
1: I cannot let you see this footage. I'm so sorry. I'm going to destroy it forever.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, they are almost disgustingly adorable.
2: They're, like cute normally doesn't work on me in movies. It's these are these are really cute. They're really fucking cute.
1: Like I. Did a lot of doing the jack off motion people like after the election be like, you know, I just need something like this, you know, just but I almost I almost was get point, it yeah, now uh-huh. like yeah, I see. It's so just fucking oh right. I wanna hug that bear more than I ever wanted to do anything.
2: This of course segued into, hey, those kids movies were cute, we should watch more kids' movies. Okay, sure. What do you want to watch? Uh-uh. Oh I don't know, just find something for us. So now I am stuck going out into the internet trying to find kids' movies. So I had not seen the Lego movie, so we watched that next. Pretty good movie. Can't come. about one of my favorites. It. This could have gone multiple ways. I was like, oh how's this going to so,
1: go?
2: <laughs> I know, so I was like, a little yeah, afraid. No, it, was, it was cute. I, I enjoyed the bear movies more, but like I have no issue with it. The The worst thing I can say about it, really, is that I watched it after Paddington and Paddington 2. And like it's definitely the third best kids movie I watched this week. But like, I swear, I, like I shit you not at least six or seven times during this movie i tabbed out i opened imdb and just double checked that this movie came out in 2014 because i have never been more sure that they were going to ambush me with a trump joke while i was watching a movie i was so sure it was coming i just had to go back and like all right so this is before all this okay 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 cool i i think they saved it for lego
0: movie too
1: Wow, I forgot I watched that. Yeah. Holy shit, that movie is right. gone from my brain. Yeah, that's in I my
2: don't... near future. But I don't. think I mean, it's, it's fine. Like, yeah. It's just,
1: it's, fine. Yeah, it's a... like it's not. I to. I don't have a ton of tolerance for movie. kids' movies. It's fine. Yeah.
0: You know, it's weird because like when I first saw the trailer, I... first of all, when I was growing up, when I was a little kid, I was the Lego guy. Of course, I loved Legos. Legos I, I thought they were the coolest things in the world. Um, some <laughs> things just never change, and. Uh... <laughs> And I was like, when finally they start making a movie, when I was 24 when it came out, I, I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, this looks awful. This looks like it's such a product. I think that's kind yeah. of the point of it, uh, the, this, the Lego movie. And as it turns out, I really like Lord and Miller. Yeah. I thunk? And uh, I... I don't know I just really really like that movie I think that's one of my favorite animated movies I don't remember any of my favorite jokes all I know is that uh, they had the guy who played Abraham Lincoln in Clone High <laughs> yeah Abraham they Lincoln did in that movie. I was like nice to have that guy again nice little reference there I, I oh wait wait one more one more before I move on we gotta ask how did you feel about the
2: surprise cameo I'm sorry what Will oh. Ferrell yeah that's fine Nothing like offensive about that. <laughs> I, was, I was It's not worried. exactly I, a surprise you're when you're hearing Ferrell. his fucking voice for the whole movie. but.
0: Yeah. Oh, I all... I didn't know that they were going to put him in their live action, you know? I thought he was just going to be... Then he was like, what are we doing here? And then I thought, oh no, Alex is going to no, hate this. No, not at all.
2: Like, like you guys act like I hate Will Ferrell and not just Will Ferrell playing Will Ferrell. Like, there's a big difference. Okay, that's that's a good clarification. For the longest time, I thought you just hated No, me. not at all. No, I have nothing personal against Will okay. Ferrell. I just find him annoying. Like, when he's doing okay. the Will well, Ferrell goodness, thing. I don't think he has anything personal against yeah, about, you not, I'm glad that we uh, we were able to clear the air on this podcast. That's, that comes Will later. Ferrell, come on the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that kind of leads up just like, so Parker's like, we'll get to Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh, not this time, buddy. <laughs> not, all right. yet. Couple, not yet. A couple more here.
2: Boy, Logan Lucky's still really good, huh? Glad I watched that again. I still haven't seen it, so I should get around to that. So, I've said this before, but, like, it has the exact same energy as Knives Out. In that, like, it's just an enjoyable movie-going experience where you're happy the whole time you're watching it. There are very few movies that are like that. Like, it's one of my, I don't know, one of the five movies I've enjoyed the most that came out in the past, like, half decade. Like, it's just... Every single thing that happened in that movie is like... Like, there's no wasted shot. There's no wasted time. Everything's just like, fuck yes, I like being in this world. And what a
1: powerful cast,
2: dude. Man, I'm yeah, for real Yeah, much. no, like, it's... It's really good. It's on... I think it's on Prime, but... Yeah. Um, so, uh... <laughs> so I watched a movie by our good friend John McTiernan. Um, oh my so John McTiernan, as you listening at home may not remember famously his second third and fourth movies were predator die hard and the hunt for red october like just an absolute run of bangers i watched the movie that came before the three of those a movie called nomads which is a movie where mid-80s pierce brosnan looking exactly how you want him to look gets haunted by ghost bikers Wait, oh. Parker, have you mentioned this
0: on the podcast before? No. <laughs> so,
1: so here's the... <laughs> I just My whole body just, like, clenched up in excitement at the thought of that being a movie that exists. Well, let me go
2: ahead and let you down, because it fucking curled. sucks. It is one of the most no. boring movies I have ever seen. Like... No. Because, like, the whole thing is, like, Pierce Brosnan's, like, this archaeologist guy. Or, no, anthropologist. Sorry. Words are hard. <laughs> Which, his character's incredible, and, like, probably my favorite part of the movie, because his character is French but his French accent sounds like someone making fun of an Italian person. Good. That's my favorite <laughs> It accent. is amazing. But, uh, no, the whole thing is, like, at the very beginning of the movie, like, he dies, and, like, his spirit or whatever infects this, like, doctor that was trying to save him. And so the doctor's, like, seeing flashbacks of his life, and we see all of the things that he was seeing, and, like, turns out that, uh... <laughs> Turns out this movie thinks that all of the Earth's nomads are actually ghost people, and that's why nobody can find them. And they've manifested in West LA as a gang of street punks.
0: This sounds like a scooby It kinda
2: hoopla. does. You get, like, a fucking five-minute scene at the very end of the movie where the punks finally attack the house, and it's like, fucking finally this happened, and then, oh, they're all ghosts, so everything's fine. And then, oh, now Pierce Brosnan's a ghost, too, and the movie's over. It's a real letdown. I was... I fucking saw that poster and saw the director and was like, how the fuck have I not heard of this? And now I know.
1: That's another oh, case wow. where, like, no one would blame you for absolutely hitting play yeah. in that
0: moment. I, to yeah. be fair, this does illustrate that failing up is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. there's that moment where you're like, wait, how has no one told me about this? But you still have to roll the dice. Of course. Of course. Like,
2: it worked out with Sorority it Row. It didn't at, work out with this. It happens, you know. Now we know. Yeah. Now we know that nobody ever has to watch nomads. I sa I suffer and I sacrifice for all of you.
1: Because if you had said dude, I just would have stopped you right there and be like, I'm already done. <laughs> it's fine. I got th- I got Alright,
2: well then let me get to that movie from this week. Because <gasps> dude. Have you heard of a movie called Split Second? No, but you just said dude, so I'm in. Yeah, I guess I'm watching. All right, so it. Here's the thing. What is yeah. this? Yeah. Wow, is my cut out? I guess we have to see it. <laughs> so Split Second is a movie that came out in 1992. This movie starts with a text crawl that says, the year is 2008 and global warming has destroyed the Earth.
3: Yes.
0: Yes. Wait, we've already done an episode so, on this.
2: Yes. Our setting for this movie is future 2008 London, which is now yes. half flooded because all of the world's waters have just risen. So every shot is just like, them driving through like dingy alleys through six inches of water it's it's a great it's a great fucking post-apocalyptic feel our hero detective harley stone who is played by rutger howard god damn it okay right <laughs> you see <laughs> his partner was killed by a serial killer and he basically went crazy and you know he's still on the force he's the best they've got you know it's one of those movies but like just clearly like has a fucking screw loose He's still looking for this serial killer who comes back. The serial killer, like, rips people's hearts out, and they haven't been able to catch him. And, like, Ruckerhauer has these visions of it. And they assign, like, this, like, this, like, nebbish fucking secu- uh, serial killer expert to be his partner. So you got, like, a buddy cop thing going on. And, see, here's the thing, because I'm burying the lead a little bit. What if I told you the serial killer is actually a ten-foot-tall lizard monster that steals part of people's souls? What? No.
0: It's cool how I don't even have to ask, oh, is it CGI or practical? Effects? It's
2: 1992 and Rutgers Hour's in it, so you know they can't afford CGI. Oh my fucking god, oh my right.
0: god, oh
3: my god, oh my god, oh my
2: it god. It is oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so fucking good. It's like. I'm going to start hyperventilating. It's like 90 minutes long. <laughs> we get flashbacks to when Rutger Hour's partner died, and they are 100% in sepia. It is. Yes. It is real, real fucking good. Ah, do yourself a favor, buddy. I, like, this movie, similarly to, uh, um, fuck, what, uh, The Rift? Um, like, similarly, like, I I came out of it, I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, three and a half stars, good movie. And I've just thought about it since I watched it. It's just been sitting in my brain, like, man, they raid the police armory and take auto shotguns because they need bigger guns to fight the lizard monster. And, like, by this point, his partner has also seen the monster and also turned into a crazy person. It is... Fuck. Do yourself a I favor. Know what I'm falling asleep dude. Do yourself a favor. What a blast. <laughs> I fucking love these, you guys. Parker, what did you watch?
1: Ooh, I will be briefer than usual because we're already at. Nah, just fucking so take minutes. up time. Who
2: cares?
0: Yeah,
1: honestly. Let's see. Chris, this is a movie that uh, you hated. A little film that I had not seen since
0: childhood called The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get into this one I'm sorry I, I Hate It is a little strong Which is weird Because I went into it Really wanting to like it But uh I'll, I'll let you get into it first I
1: I don't want to say love But I'm bad at words So I'm just going to say it anyways That the entire atmosphere Is like What if everyone lived In Dark City Which I didn't realize Is the same director Until I up after Everyone just lives In this dingy Shitty Super serious Almost kind of like Gothic noir Future world But also everyone Listens to grunge that really, really worked for me.
0: I I can tell that this is like a world that you would like to live in.
1: It's because it's it just looks like Blade Runner adjacent, but also everyone listens to shitty versions of Alice in Chains.
0: <laughs> and I don't know, like, uh, it's fine. Like I didn't, It's it's okay to like something that I don't like. I think my biggest problem with it is that. It's all style and no substance. Oh, correct. People say that, and people will try to tell me it's just like, well, style is substance in a visual medium. No, it isn't. That is not the way that it works. Uh, The story is very, very weak. The writing is very, very weak, and it just looks like, look at this cool shot. Look at this stupid costume. And uh, how dare you? It's more. How dare you talk about Sting like that? I will flip this table. (laughs) It's it's more or less the fact that most people who like this are school shooters. I mean,
1: he <laughs> could say that for most movies. I like Chris. What's your
3: point? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah.
1: But there's also the thing because I don't know how far into production they were when he got fucking yeeted on set. Like, were they 90% done or is this. We'd not just call like... it getting yeeted on set. <laughs> 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 I wanted to make sure you were paying attention. <laughs> like, for, I don't know. Like, were they almost done or is it like, uh, fuck, let's get some stand ins? Yeah. It very much is an all style, no substance movie, but also, like, that is what I want a movie to to be when it's about a man who's brought back from the dead and also a crow will fly to a villain to show, hey, this guy's here, go kill him now.
2: I don't a need fatal a lot of- yeeting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it truly was. There's multiple scenes where there to be a drug dealer hanging out and he'll cheer. <laughs> And you know, like, oh no, the crow found him. And then he just shows up five minutes crow later and kills the guy.
3: Him.
2: That's so cool.
1: also, I did not know that the one good cop on the force that
0: trusts him was Ernie Hudson. <laughs> Big shout out to that. Yeah, maybe the only guy I liked in that movie, if I recall. <laughs> it's like, there's a
1: super self-serious, there's a lot of dramatic scenes of him just... Like, a scene will happen, and then it'll cut to him on the rooftop just playing guitar by himself in the sunset.
0: But See, it's not like a koozie
1: guitar. He's just playing fucking grunge chords as the sun sets on a dying city. You know?
0: See, that's the thing, is everything that you're describing here, you're like, Oh, man, this is great. This sounds like a wonderful movie. This sounds like it's right up our alley. This sounds like a future episode. But then I watched it, and it sucked.
1: It's whatever. And
0: I, I just I am just doing my best to be as honest as I can here. I oh, no, think I, don't, I understand why most people like it. I gave it an honest to god chance and it didn't work for me. I
1: don't have strong enough feelings to argue against you. Like my strongest feeling is like that was all right. I oh, get, I'm not
0: really making an argument. Like uh, if, if you had said that it was actually really good, then I I don't really have anything to say against it. It just didn't work for me.
1: Like I, I know like if twelve year old Parker watched this. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think I just assumed that you did. I assumed that I did. I was like, how oh, the fuck did I not see this? This seems like something I would have seen 20 times. you think there'd be a poster of this right next to a Boondock Saints poster in that in my little memory palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Why just not? like in Chris's. Yeah. Hey. All Saints Day, right, my man?
3: <laughs>
2: hey we so, uh... had to watch the first one because we assigned him the sequel. <laughs> We're, good. We We're really, really good people. people. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Can't wait for those preseason bets. <laughs> so, uh, die. my Christopher Nolan journey also continued. I had not watched Batman Begins since before The Dark Knight came out. And uh, I have weird conflicting feelings because I like most of the performances. Uh, even though I don't like origin stories, I like his. I like just starting with him in the mountains and then doing ninja training. I like a lot of the stuff in it. But at the same time, I kept feeling like, man, I'm really fucking bored right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, really? Like, I like the movie. Batman Begins? But
1: I was also... That movie is like 240. It's it very long. Yeah. <laughs> it is a long movie. Because, like, I didn't dislike it. I enjoyed more of it than I didn't. But also, I couldn't help feeling like, man, I've seen a lot of this before. I don't need all of this. It's... But then the things that were there, I like. It's I don't know. I keep flip-flopping it like a three, three and a half
2: stars. Like, I like it, but I don't, but I do, but I don't. It's weird because, like, all of the movie parts to me are way better than the other two Batman movies that he made. But the problem is the movie doesn't really have a villain. Like correct it's it's the fatal flaw of batman begins like i still think batman begins is my favorite of that trilogy because it's like oh look at this cool world that i've been to before but it's never been like this and we're just like running around doing batman shit like i'm good with all of that but like i mean you you fucking find a way to put like like i don't know how you make the the chronology work but like you put aaron eckhart in this movie like just playing that character and like this is a five-star movie you just need something
1: like, I haven't seen this since, like, 2007, 2008. Guess who totally forgot, like, Scarecrow's Just Vanquished by Katie Helms would be like, Hey,
0: get out of here! <laughs> hey, Scram! Yeah, that's a good point, is he's not really a villain, and I don't think he can really call uh, Liam Neeson's character much of a villain either. He just kind of comes yeah, back and He's like, oh, I'm a god!
2: And bye!
0: He is an antagonist, but you wouldn't really call him the villain of the movie. But it was
1: nice, because, like, the thing with almost every Batman movie, even going back to the Burton's ones, is like, yeah, Batman's in it, but let's focus on these villains for a while. And it was nice to actually get, like, no, here's Bruce. Here's why Bruce is like this. Here's him talking to his father in a scene that's not just his father getting shot. His father actually has a character. It was nice. But also, at the same time, like, man, I feel like I've been sitting here for four hours. When is he gonna be Batman already? I don't know. But even then, like, I like all the training shit. I love all the ninja stuff. I love that it all pays off later in the movie. Because I, too, am a sucker for Chekhov's guns. (laughs) Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm just... Also very big fan of the thing Chris Nolan does where he just loves bringing back actors from his childhood into roles. When Bruce Wayne finally returns to Gotham and sees that Rutger Hauer is in charge of Wayne Manor, your boy popped pretty hard. <laughs> that was pretty, I was really excited about that. But Yeah, I mean, like, I absolutely didn't dislike it. It's just, I kept flip-flopping during the actual movie, like, oh, man, I hope something happens soon. Oh, fuck, that was really good, actually. It was weird.
0: I kind of want to rewatch it now. I actually really like Batman. It's mostly because of the Christopher Nolan movies, but also the cartoon show is fantastic. You're not wrong.
1: I think that's a uh, well documented lore on this show.
0: Yes. God, the cast
1: is insane too. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Just be like, oh, you just need like the tech guy who makes him his weapons. Yeah, just get Morgan Freeman. He's not. He's not busy because he can. Let's see after that. So. Chris, I was talking to you on Facebook about how few like of the classic Disney movies I've seen, and the right. ones I've seen like were when I was a child. So, like, ask me two things that happened in Pinocchio, I've got fucking nothing except that that cricket sings a song. So, like, all right, I'll start at the very, very, very beginning. I will start with Snow White. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw this as a kid because knowing what I was like as a kid, I was probably like. Well, that's a movie for girls, so I don't want to watch that. (laughs) So, for all intents and purposes, let's say this is the first time I watched it. Everyone knows enough about it just from existing in a world that's owned by Disney. Kind of don't like it.
0: Wow. I'm a little surprised. Well, I guess I can understand. It's it's more kid-friendly than a lot of other movies, I guess, that you would enjoy.
1: Because, like, you know I love the evil queen. She's a witch. She's a snack she's a thought she's a big booty hoe she (laughs) comes she comes in she comes into the movie at like an hour 20 the rest of the movie are these fucking betty boop ass songs from snow white and i hate every single one of them
0: okay that is definitely fair i hate all all
1: of her songs i kept waiting like when is the fucking when is she gonna show up at that fucking apple dude i cannot take much more of this are they just gonna keep dancing and cleaning this fucking cabin,
0: <laughs> Parker? Parker, the reason you don't like Snow White songs is because you weren't born in the 19th century. <laughs> just look, I
1: started at the beginning. and There was my honest opinions, Chris. The first time, I was like, Aah! I'm like, oh fuck, dude, this is like a full 90. I thought we were gonna get like a tight 65, 70. There's gonna be a whole lot of this.
0: Uh, maybe one of the reasons that I like it a, a lot more than you do is uh, I'm a bit of an amateur animation historian I like a lot of the original animation that you see from things and this is before the Fleischer Brothers cartoons this is after remember I think we had this conversation as well about the Bosco shorts and all that uh-huh. stuff remember like the original like Looney Tune shit and oh, yeah. everything the way that it looked you're just like wow really that's the best they can do and then this movie comes out this movie really was a bit of a miracle and the just the image of like kids sitting with their parents and seeing this miracle on screen it's kind of incredible and some of the stuff holds up for me i love the dwarf song I even kind of have like a soft spot for the the part where they're cleaning the house you know it's, it's catchy and everything what about the scene where she's running away right and she's stuck in the forest and it's that's really scary good. around her that's good that, stuff. that was pretty good yeah
1: well it was fun to watch the end of the movie and realize like what this is just the end of freaks but with dwarves <laughs> <laughs> it's real fucked up man that's one way to put it i guess tell me i'm wrong though <laughs> look i didn't say i didn't appreciate it because yes it's a miracle but i i don't I'm not going to put this on again. I will say one nice thing about Disney Plus that I can't say about other streaming services. For like their big movies, they have bonus features for them. So like you finish this and you can tab over and see like a whole bunch of behind the scenes stuff. of footage from the 1930s of people animating this. You know your boy got excited for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty interesting because, boy, you talk about every movie being a miracle. This one, all the hard work that went into it, this must have been rough.
1: You can smell that thick cigar smoke. Those people just chain-smoking for 27 straight hours trying to make this movie happen. Hell yeah. So after that, ooh, I watched this last night. A movie that came out this year, a Russian horror film called Sputnik in the 1980s just you know as the cold war's wrapping up he got russians going into space and uh, wouldn't you know it they see something they come back one of them comes back dead the other one comes back with a parasite inside of him what i enjoy about this the most is like it's a venom-esque symbiotic relationship and also he knows it's inside him and at night he fucking vomits up this Horrendous, godforsaken monster That eats people And the plot of the movie is bringing this woman in to be like Hey you gotta figure out how to fix this fucking dude So we can get out of here It is Incredibly upsetting to look at That thing is ghoulish It made me very uncomfortable Because I had been drinking all day And we put it on at like 1.30 in the morning Not knowing that there were subtitles Oopsies <laughs> It is really good <laughs> There's some good gross visceral shit in it it is a strong recommend. That actually sounds pretty good. Do you know, like, for me to put on a movie that late, that's almost two hours and subtitled, for me to still be like, that was really fucking good. <laughs> that's a high endorsement <laughs> nice. for me, because I am dumb uh, as a box of rocks. <laughs> the last movie. Alex, have you seen The Substitute?
2: Oh, refresh my memory, because I feel like I have, but...
1: <laughs> that's the movie
2: in which Tom Berenger
1: comes to take over an inner city school after his wife who teaches there is nearly murdered by one of the gang members that goes there this movie
3: <laughs>
1: the entire movie it's every single like hey you know i'm not from around here in neo you guys are like rough and tumble inner city kids maybe i can teach you something you can teach me something <laughs> but it's tom berenger who just works on like a cia task force who's responsible for like hundreds of war crimes in Latin America (laughs) waging a one-man war against the KOD, the kings of destruction, the top gang at a high school. (laughs) It is so... I have a note here that just says
0: Tom Berenger throwing stars. Fuck. I feel
1: like that's (laughs) the review
0: of the movie. (laughs) That might be a stronger endorsement than Dude, (laughs)
1: Like I had all these things I want to say about I'm going to say that and say You know how every one of these movies has a thing It's like where the kids were like Hey you know maybe this teacher's kind of cool You know we we can open up to him Maybe he gets us It's that scene except it's just him talking about Vietnam
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is stand and deliver But with throwing stars
1: (laughs) It fucking rules (laughs) Because there's a scene Because you think it's going to be like Hey uh, teacher did you ever kill anyone No no it's how many people did you kill? Long pause. <laughs> I didn't count. <laughs> it is so Fuck. fucking good. It is. If it's not an episode, it's in your future because it was streaming. It is absolutely your shit. Because, like, day one, it's they're like throwing paper emojis. Everybody's like, hey, guys, knock it off. By day two. He is breaking kids' hands and yelling about being the warrior chief of the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. This is, he is <laughs> incredible. Also, there's a crooked principal, and also it's Ernie Hudson. Fuck. If you want to watch Ernie Hudson and Tom Berenger fight over the fucking drug cartel in a high school, buddy, <laughs> shit. It's real good. It's also, there's like four of, of them, things. so, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's... <laughs> There's this scene where they try and like, jump him in the library, and we just see shots outside of the building of him just throwing kids out the <laughs> <building>. <laughs> It's so fucking good. God can, damn it, dude. How have I not seen this? Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to say anything else, because it's going to be an episode. That's all right, I'm to say. Yeah, okay, right. let's just do the skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I had all this fucking planned up, but no, no, no. It's it's going to happen. <laughs> Once a school always a skull.
0: <laughs> a skull above all. <laughs> God, it's okay. two so, <laughs> so, I think it's kind of important here to mention the, the movie's leads. One of them is Paul Walker, an alumnus, uh, dearly departed, alumnus of Real Deal No Sex Appeal, star of our beloved Fast and the Furious movies, and Tammy and the T-Rex. And this movie. But there's also Joshua Jackson, who, when I was watching this movie, I kind of thought to myself, this guy has never been in a movie before. <laughs> I looked it up online, he'd been in several movies. Yeah. He'd been in the Mighty Ducks movies. He had been in Cruel Intentions. He had been in uh, Scream 2 and it came in roll and i guess he was on fringe i don't is that a tv show or something buddy I don't. he was so, on dawson's I, I was, creek we have like referred to him here. so many
2: times as dawson's creeks joshua jackson <laughs> that was basically his name for the last two years in this podcast was it really yeah. I, look i've never watched
0: dawson's creek uh, so. okay you all heard it it's on tape all right hey uh- uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> you can't make me anyway
1: oh, so can't i so
0: nice. I don't he like takes to stack two all of my winnings for the entire but- season. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please, Jared Stidham, save me. I feel like <laughs> anyway. I feel like Chris would enjoy Dawson's Creek. I feel what like are, I'm going, like going Kevin to Williams in the near future.
1: future. <laughs> oh, buddy, you yeah, better believe he? it is.
0: Yeah. So does anyone get to? Oh, whatever. So, uh, it's I think it's important to like kind of set forth, as well, the setting of this movie. I believe they're going to an Ivy League school. Is this like Yale, more or less? It is.
2: It's fake Yale, but yes.
0: Yeah, it's fake Yale, and they, they compete against in the opening scene in a rowing competition against fake Harvard, fake, I guess, Cornell's one. I don't know the <laughs> Ivy League schools. I the top of my head. Brown, I guess. Um, oh, wait. I guess maybe we should do the opening text roll, which says <laughs> that... Uh, Thank you. Thank that, you. That says... <laughs> Only a skull can wield the wand that can defeat a play.
2: <laughs> Only a skull can kill a skull. Because <laughs> Alex talked it's about like this Islander. in the
1: past, and I immediately followed away as, I should definitely watch this. And when I hit play and it starts with a text scroll about secret societies, it's a real, like, all right, well, I guess he's right about this
0: we <laughs> <laughs> Won't debate him on it, I suppose. So, uh, anyway, it starts off with, like, I guess it's a seminar on meritocracies, and it cuts immediately to hardcore butt metal. <laughs> oh, it's so
3: fucking good.
0: And Joshua Jackson pedals out of there on his dirt bike, rides along the world's shittiest muscle car with his three drug addict friends going, oh, man, you're too cool for us, man. And then he goes to his rowing competition. And here, guys, I have maybe a hot take. We'll see if you agree. Uh, rowing fucking sucks. <laughs> Why is the scene... So
2: long. Hey, hey uh, <laughs> I have this. Is our th- thrilling action. I scene. have <laughs> this in my notes, so I feel like it's worth pointing out. I just wrote mm-hmm. the word "Coxswain" with a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not what That's I call so mine, funny. but okay. <laughs> I love that we get
1: the character dump on him because he's just rowing one of these two guys like, yeah, do you know his uh, mom died when he was a kid? (laughs) As he's just rowing. (laughs) Who could give a fuck?
0: Kind of weird. I have the word poop duck written in my notes with a (laughs) smiley face.
1: (laughs) These two random fucking dweebs are just sitting in a crowd in the bleachers alone watching rowing talking about, yeah, you know, he's turned down every single society around here. He'd
0: be perfect for... The skulls. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like Pokemon villains. They're going to like, kidnap a Zubat or something.
3: Yes. Oh, Anyways,
0: I'm. I'm fucking watching this scene. I'm just wishing that someone with like a power butt would just come through and fuck up their entire course. <laughs> but then again, that is what gave us Sleepaway Camp. So oh, maybe man, he beat me to the reference. <laughs> yeah. I'm I just stealing all your jokes, dude. I'm in your head, Charles.
1: Him. Oh, buddy. You please take over. It's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> take the wheel. <laughs> It's gonna be full of outlaw star pretty
0: soon. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I'm staying.
1: <laughs> can we talk Scooch about over. how incredibly perfectly cast Paul Walker
0: is? Yes. Yes, we can. Yeah, that, I mean, it just makes so much sense for him. He's just way he too good looking.
1: Appears on screen to watch a rowing competition, stands up in the car, and the girl's like, "Hey, I can't see," and he just goes, "Imagine it." <laughs> it doesn't even break eye contact. It is absolute chef's kiss perfection. The
0: best part is that they don't show that girl behind him. They don't show her, like, getting out of the car, slamming the door, going, like, oh, because we know what's do- what she's doing. She's imagining it. Paul Walker told her to. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I've never looked at someone and thought, yeah, that looks like someone named Caleb Mandrake. Yep. More than my fucking <laughs> he has
0: such a perfect Caleb face. I, I don't want to use this one again, but that does sound like a Pokemon villain. <laughs> it really
2: does. It's just like you, uh. you see him in that scene with that car, and you're just like, oh, this character's going to spend 40, 40% of the movie shirtless, isn't he? And he's pretty goodness. close. <laughs>
0: So, uh, they win the big competition despite losing a man in the boat. Uh, With the d- fucking chariots of fire music in the background. <laughs> it's, this movie's so good, you guys. I think the Winklevoss twins could take these guys, I don't know about you. So, anyway, me. they're cele- they're celebrating at the world's towniest tavern I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're drinking perhaps the lightest beer that they have because, oh, we still have to study physics tonight, Reginald. And they're <laughs> complaining about student loans. Turns out going to law school is really expensive. $45,000 for tuition at Harvard.
2: And the lawn oh, chair? Calling the National <laughs> Guard.
0: <laughs> How am I going to afford all that with my three part-time jobs at Yale? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait a second what the fuck this movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. So, well I mean it's also a good thing that like student loans aren't a problem anymore it's kind of a thing of the past sort of dates the movie really good thing there's no secret societies
1: either of the elite controlling everything
0: anyway Joshua Let me just boot up
1: Microsoft Flight Simulator
0: real quick <laughs> so joshua jackson gets it into his head he's like wait i've got a really good idea for how to afford to go to harvard (laughs) any other movie we'd watch that like they do like hacker shit to like make a scam about how to get into harvard wait that's actually a movie isn't it it's accepted Uh, yeah that's what it's called okay next week's episode episode. (laughs) yeah so anyway our three heroes uh are like Anyway, Joshua J was like, "What if I joined the Skulls?" And they're like,
2: "Can't Wait, actually." Wait, hold on. They I thought I thought accepted was that Justin Long movie where they make their own college.
0: Yeah, it's like the same thing.
2: All right. Anyway, I don't anyway, plan on finding so, out. I'll
0: uh, be honest with you, it's a, it's the same. thing. So anyway, uh, they they played Arts Said he's he's scared to talk to his hot blonde friend, despite being the the best rower in I guess the country or something. Best rower in the Ivy League, which also, might as
2: well be the universe.
0: Yeah, and also the Ivy Le- Yeah, that's a good point. What is the Ivy League? Sorry, what does the rowing team at Iowa State look like? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Get yeah, that rowers from Gonzaga seeking. again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so he's just like, oh, geez. How am I going to... First of all, no school loyalty. What if he went to Yale instead? I'm Isn't sorry. there like I a thought
1: about a rower fucking up and Mike Leach locking the <laughs> for
0: <face>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I couldn't keep that thought to myself. I'm
0: sorry. Back no, to uh, no, no, no. I got a better one. Okay, so they get the synchronized swim team of uh, Tennessee to block the rowing coaches <laughs> daring late night escape.
1: Yeah, and, uh, Tyler is just sitting on the roof throwing bottles at the <laughs> rowing team again.
0: We're ten minutes into the movie. <laughs> I,
1: look, we all knew what this was going to be when we watched the Skulls. It's <laughs> a good was point. was going to be an endeavor. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> our Anyway, they're like, oh, man, what if I joined the Skulls? They would pay the $45,000 for me to go to Harvard Law School. Again,
2: hometown man, disco. Is this how go it works? Work. <laughs> no. I don't know. I would, just, anyway. just like, it would explain why a lot of people were on Lolita <laughs> Express. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so... I'm uh, just
0: trying to pay for my student loans. I guess I'll hop on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our three intrepid heroes, the group... Just start quoting Creepy Pasta about the skulls outside their supposed <laughs> yeah. headquarters. Oh
1: my God, when they turn the corner and reveal that fucking Tales from the Crypt house, like, yep, that's where the skulls are. I so they're not even really a happy. secret society. <laughs> they live in the fucking house from it. Like, yeah, of course, of course, the skulls live in there. Look at it. <laughs> haunting scooby-doo mansion at the end of fraternity row what the fuck is this
0: so i guess the idea is i don't know i didn't rush a uh, frat or anything when i was in college i i don't like the idea of paying for friends and i don't need to be in a secret society i've already got lulings so So i don't need to pay for friends this
1: podcast is
0: free exactly Free for you guys. Anyway, uh, like, I, I never really got the idea, but I I guess the idea is, like, you know, move up your social lubricant sort of thing, and, you know, maybe their lives aren't so great despite the fact that they're going to Yale or just a generic Ivy League school, and apparently they're all valedictorians, and one of them is the head of the newspaper or something like that, one of them taught a computer how to paint. We'll get to that in a second. But they go into, like, their dorm room. Their dorm room is just the common area from Gryffindor.
2: yeah. Thank cu- you. Will, uh, you will get used to that
0: between this and next week's episodes. It <laughs> is a there is one gigantic improvement though. They got a North they got a nerf vortex.
1: You're not wrong.
0: That's I mean, Harry Potter would have won like three more battles if he had a Nerf Vortex.
1: We have to I'm sorry, uh I'd love to get to the Skulls meeting, but the password to the portrait of the fat lady has changed again, so jack <laughs> off the hallway. <laughs> Sorry, I can't run the government again.
3: <laughs>
0: what's, what's the name of the? Was it Barty Crouch or whatever? Is the is the scrub oh, oh, you, you mean like uh,
2: you mean
0: Myrtle Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> oh man, she sicked her cat McCavity on me. Fuck, <laughs> like, we're gonna be here till five dude. in the morning. Do you think Craig T. Nelson hates Paul Walker because he's a fucking
1: squib and no amount of Money will teach him magic? This is going to be the worst episode in history. This is our best
0: one. I love it. So we're 11 minutes into the movie. So um, anyway, they order, I think they say it's tofu pizza. So you know it's Ivy League. Yeah. They deliver it down Chekhov's Dumbwaiter. Oh my god, I forgot about the Dumbwaiter. Now, now, of I course, want you to there's imagine a dumb waiter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, how dumb could he be? Guys, They're at an Ivy League. School. Do you guys
2: think like they even used to have dumb waiters, or did Scooby Doo invent it?
0: Oh, no, there's one in uh, there's one in Ready or Not, right? Yeah, there's I was like, like Chekhov's dumb waiter in that one, in
2: which right. came out after Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> calculations. No,
0: I'm pretty sure it came up before Scoob. So. <laughs> 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 so anyway, well,
1: look—it's either gonna be this or a lot of jokes about everyone at that school fucking kids. So you really gotta yeah, that's a good go point. Yeah. Man so,
0: so he answers the phone. I, I think it's like a rotary phone or something because it's Ivy League. And the first call—I mean, the first voice he—he he hears says, uh, "A phone booth outside." 20 seconds. He puts down the phone and he runs over there because they needed to insert a running scene just to give this movie some action. Parker, imagine if someone told you you had to run to a certain place and you had 20 seconds while you were eating pizza. Yeah, Yeah, real fucking funny. Click. (laughs) Unplugging from the wall until my
1: pizza's done. Get out of my face. Are you joking?
0: (laughs) So he gets over there and then he, he has to run over to i guess a different phone they said and lose the bike that's cheating so he has to run over there then he runs into the chemistry lab and there is a beaker with a liquid in it that says drink me and he just (laughs) does it no chris
2: there is a beaker
0: in a lab that says drink me
1: Thank you. And he holds up the glass, and at the bottom there's a skull, and it's like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) They have their own fucking mugs, too.
0: I, I, I think one of the first things that you learn in a chemistry lab is don't drink from anything that has a skull on it. No, drink the Skull Baja Blast. (laughs) So I I was kind of hoping for like a segment where he wakes up in like a government lab or something, and they tell him what you just drank is a solution of dihydrogen monoxide. (laughs) He says, "But that's just water." And they give like a coy smile and say, "You've passed the final test. Welcome to the Skulls." Spider Man (laughs) peeing in the antidote. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, something else happens. He wakes in a coffin. Dude,
1: the smash cut to a room full of coffins. If I couldn't love this movie more, he
0: just awakens in a Zelda dungeon. And there's a bunch of people in red robes, you know, chanting. Is like, you are one of the skulls or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. You must go find the ancient snake. And I'm just like, oh, geez, this is going to be like a Vienna sausage that they find somewhere.
2: You know, it's funny because, like, this is dumb as shit. But also, if you told me this entire 107-minute runtime was them just them rushing the skulls, I would watch the movie in a heartbeat. Oh, wow. It's so this. fucking cool. Like
1: yeah. He gets this mysterious phone call saying, go here, go here, now drink this. Wakes up in a coffin, in a room full of coffins. People in robes yell at him. And the first task is... Go steal the other school's mascot. <laughs> oh wow! You said that in a little bit of a Hank Hill voice too. <laughs> the literal Illuminati is like, go to Plano East High School and steal those fucking losers' mascot, and we're gonna we're gonna draw all over for the homecoming
0: game. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you think like Bobby Hill was one of the skulls because he got the yes. shit kicked out of him? <laughs> <laughs> That's my Dale Gribble was also one of the legacy skulls he helped him get in. Oh my
1: Dale Gribble fucking branded himself with a skull to <laughs> so fit in when the end times come. He's prepared. We've
0: never seen him without that wash. Anyway. Exactly. So our two leads, again, Paul Walker and Joshua Jackson. How dare uh, you. They have to scale a building to get a snake weather vane. Then they fall into a moat. And then again, this haunted like castle part of the school has a moat, and Paul Walker uses the snake weather vade to scare Joshua Jackson. This is our movie, so we're fifteen minutes in. This is a hell of a meet cute because they immediately become soulmates. Yep, <laughs> that's it's exactly what they call each other throughout the movie you too. So it a whole lot. <laughs> My favorite review on Letterbox was just simply the words "many of them were gay." <laughs> <laughs> that's Thank just you us you watching <laughs> <laughs> right, One of the worst sites on the internet So I, I, this is around the time where I realized Because this is where the uh, the black friend The only black friend In the movie gets really mad at him For uh, for joining the skulls And not telling him about it And Parker you brought up a really good point About why that guy would be mad Look
1: Not only has there never been a black skull Or will there ever be a black skull 90% of the people that are in the skulls Their ancestors absolutely owned this dude's ancestors. All of the Skulls are slave
0: owners. I will hear nothing else of it. They probably invented slavery. Look at these people.
3: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Evidently, yeah. Uh, Who do you think is working the coat room at that party we're going to get to? (laughs) So anyway, he gets a call from Caleb Mandrake. (laughs) Such uh, (laughs) a cool name, dude. And... He sort of motions for his girlfriend love interest to leave the room. Dude, just go in the bathroom and take the call. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you're so, in the common room, like, hey, don't get the fuck out. I gotta talk to
1: Caleb again. Well, you think Excuse they? Me, you think I'm... they had
0: cordless rotary phones, man? No, What's they <laughs> they are getting like the little fireplace uh, message from Sirius Black. So you know, God, you did, no, we cannot keep doing this.
3: <laughs> this has if
1: to stop. If we keep
0: up these jokes, they're gonna think
1: that we like Harry Potter. Oh that's a good point, okay. It's all so fresh in my brain, you can't you cannot get me started on this path. I'm just
0: trying to put this in terms that you'll understand.
1: We so, are already an hour and a half in. I'm doing this for you.
0: Thank you. Okay, so this is an entire movie that stars people who have never won a fight in their lives. And I can just tell from the way that everyone interacts with each other. So uh, anyway, the skulls meet in a stone coliseum that has the word <laughs> war carved in all capital letters in the wall. <laughs>
1: The reveal of
0: Craig T. Nelson standing in front of war is <laughs> so goddamn funny. I hold up that I wanna talk about this. Is this where they filmed the crossfire commercials?
2: <laughs> Might as well be, dude.
0: It looks like it. Everyone's <laughs> in some sort of arena, that's like the, the other test to get in now. Crossfire between soulmates. <laughs> How many rooms are in this castle? Anyway, uh, the guys are uh, forced to repeat a little mantra. If you guys, I'd like to do a little uh, initiation to the podcast. If you guys could repeat what I say for me. Okay. I say your name.
2: I say your name. (laughs) We live by the rules. We live. I am the rules. (laughs) We die by the rules.
0: We die by the rules. If you break the rules... No, wait a second. (laughs) I will report you. I've been bamboozled. (laughs) Uh, Bamboozled indeed. So, boy, that was a long road for a short joke. That's Uh, all right. Thank you. That's funny.
1: I've been guilty of way worse. You're fine.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so uh, now they're soulmates, and they're blood brothers, and they have to kiss with tongue. So he goes up to his girlfriend's room, and she says, okay, you're forgiven because you literally dug flowers out of the provost lawn like Bluto from from popeye there's all the dirt sticking on the bottom and just like for you madam and she's like let me show you my invention i can't say this without laughing so she takes him over okay so she's an art major and she programmed a computer to paint and i'm just like Well, how could you do that? Painting comes from the soul. It's an art form. No, she programmed it to do Jackson Pollock paintings. And she says, Pure randomness is what informs the computer's creation. Now, I thought it informed turnovers. So,
2: (laughs) No, Chris, (laughs) turnovers are informed by uh, deflated footballs.
0: Hey. So uh, he's like, hey, can I take you out on a date? And uh, she says, yeah, sure, I don't care. You know, whatever. And uh, he's like, Oh, I should get some money. Haha. I should probably check the balance on here. Haha. Oh, wow. I have $20,000. Haha. Are you looking at the screen? Look at the screen. Haha. <laughs> wow. I'm rich. I have $20,000.
1: Look, we left. If I had an extra $20,000 right now, you wouldn't see me for like three years. It would disappear.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of that scene in Wayne's World. Got $5,000. <laughs>
1: Her, I need $20,000. Me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's
0: time for a $20,000 donation. Yes, it's yes, me. <laughs> so... I don't even it's know time for your skull run. branding. Yes, honey. <laughs> oh, speaking of skull branding, he, can we talk about the way that Joshua Jackson walks and runs? He's doing things with his arms. I don't quite know what he's doing. Uh, he walks into his own bedroom or something. He tries to put on uh, the bow tie. He can't do it, so Paul Walker has to erotically tie it for him. Well, they're just like lip to lip, and uh, mm-hmm. they go to the party and they walk in looking like. Uh, I, I hate saying this. <laughs> But they look like Eric and Donald Jr. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's okay, we'll allow that joke, it's fine. But
0: I, again, I try not to make those, we don't like to get too political on this, but they do, they look just like, them. <laughs> their hair and everything. <laughs> and they walk in and was like, yeah, I'm going to be a senator, I'm going to be on the Supreme Court, and it's like, I worked at a Taco Bell, and I was just like, that man has power, yeah.
2: he gives me gorditas. He knows what happened to the potatoes.
0: Okay, that's gonna have to go with the doc <laughs> updates.
1: What the fuck happened to my potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> now we have to Dad talk said about when he gets to the Supreme Court, he's gonna bring the potatoes back.
0: <laughs> so we have to talk about perhaps the most important scene in the movie. He's talking about, yeah, when you're a skull, you're a skull away, and or you're gonna have all this power and you can get on, you can be president or something, and uh, then the doors open. He says, "Speaking of love." a bunch of white escorts walk in and butt metal starts playing it's that creed song higher (laughs) okay you say creed song
1: it's not the chorus we start (laughs) at the intro and verse one and we just let that bad boy ride you gotta really drink in the moment the entire song now parker
0: how does that song go again
1: starkers but it it's too late at night for you to ask me that question damn it <laughs> that is not going to happen right now Man, it's so unfair i am not getting a noise complaint
0: i can't talk about how funny that scene is because of that music it colors the scene in a different way than any other movie would have done this any other movie would have been like they would play like rave music or club music or you know stuff that i hate or something or they would play like funk music or something like oh bounce like oh they're going to have sex or something you know Gross. not a single ass to be seen on any of these women by the way anyway instead they play a christian metal song <laughs> it's so fucking cool cuz it of it just feels i know the movie came out in 2000 but it feels so 90s of all songs in the fucking universe to play why would you play higher? It just... There's something about the 90s aesthetic that comes in. It's like, yeah, that's what 90s boys like. Pretty white women who won't say a word to you. <laughs> to a place where blind men
1: see. As these escorts come into this party. <laughs> oh,
0: what a picture. So the movie ends, and uh, I thought it, it was It might as good. well, man. Yeah. So, uh, I don't have a joke for this. It's just the next plot point is... The black friend steals Paul Walker's stuff and is then found hanging himself. Now,
2: do we have to
0: have the black friend as the thief? Well,
2: Chris, he's an investigative yes. journalist. God, you don't have to be so well, Speaking of
0: investigative... Uh... He, he is murdered because he's trying to write an
1: expose about the secret society that has produced numerous presidents and controls all aspects of the world. For his school newspaper, <laughs> well, Very it is cool. Yale. So, exactly. I have a story that's gonna break the lid on everything. Hey, cool. Uh, why don't you walk this way real quick? Let me tell you something. This alley here.
0: <laughs> I mean, if he really wants to write an article, he could write about the safe spaces. You know, yeah, there's a bit exactly. of an epidemic going on. <laughs> All right, picture this if you will. <laughs> I was doing an Adam Carolla, which wow, that was kind of close to to Ben Shapiro never seen he's him my in the muse. same room at the same time. Maybe he's on stilt. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I don't see him in most rooms. you really level. suggesting that Adam is three babies wearing a trench coat? <laughs> I, I have to admit, I was like, it can't possibly be Ben Shapiro. How could he drive?
3: <laughs>
0: okay. I have
1: the stick here that I used to work the gas in the brake pedal.
0: Okay. Okay. So- <laughs> so,
2: so in walks Shooter McGavin <laughs> out of God, left field. We have not seen him at any point in this movie.
0: I mean, you there say that the dead black to the child. In comes Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? I am here to save the day. Turns out, multiple extra skulls. say so it was like, yo, man, he's one of the skulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you movie <laughs> yeah so uh the sheriff comes in and he's like we're investigating your friend's death turns out he didn't actually hang himself there was a contusion on the back of his head this indicates blood force trauma likely means that he was murdered not killed but don't let it keep you up at night we're still investigating
2: <laughs> so like how
0: go ahead i think
1: we're gonna say the no, same thing no <laughs> no we're not i'm
2: gonna go back to shooting for gavin for oh. a second
1: <laughs> okay well let me just say how can he be the Illuminati of all secret societies and be so bad at covering up a murder? <laughs> right? Could you just... Like, this is sub Hillary Clinton. <laughs> is that, I was murderer. going to, damn it. He Aaron my Hernandez
2: joke. level murder cover up. <laughs> Bro, you okay, back to shooter. That's all I want to talk so, about. Yeah, Let's talk about him. So, like, is he in the skulls or is he just, like, they're familiar? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, you can't tell me. This secret society of Ivy League kids that runs the world, and one of them is just, like, a lackey for the president of the University of Yale? Like... Alex, you said no more Harry Potter references. <laughs> Craig T.
1: Nelson just feeding him rats
0: every night. <laughs> you no, know, he's, he's, uh, he's a crow from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Call.
1: <laughs> just like like dude that's a crow from the crow holy shit shooter McGavin. could you imagine yeah, if he movie. is one of the
2: skulls though and like, oh, you know for uh for world power we're gonna need you to go over here and talk to teenagers I think that's what he is
0: I think he is one of the skulls and his job in the skulls is to he's the everyman he does everything <laughs> you know he's the fixer shooter McGavin man about town <laughs> I guess he's Hillary Clinton's hitman that is a movie I would watch it. <laughs> <The people laughs> so I want to talk about the next scene that I, again I don't need a joke for this I just need to say the two words liar's hell <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our, our good friend Joshua Jackson uh, is convinced that our other good friend Paul Walker is the one who murdered his one only black friend Based
1: on literally
0: all of the evidence that says, so. <laughs> yeah, it could not possibly be the any more clear.
1: Absolute worst murder in history.
0: Yeah, he, he's up there. It turns out he didn't even uh, do a good job of it because there's there's a twist oh. coming later. If you call Buddy, it, a we're twist. gonna get. I, I'm excited. We can't we'll we can't there. go that far yet. But anyway, apparently, one of their rituals is to get shoved inside a rusty cage, <laughs> lip to lip. And just ask each other any questions, and they're not allowed to lie. And they, pre- they just lie. Then. I sure hope nobody so, gets uh,
2: reported in here.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, break the rules. So anyway,
1: he asked you him, and your soulmate will grab your duel disc.
0: <laughs> I was about to say. So, well, anyway, we're we're going to get to that a little bit later, okay? Sure uh, are. So, you can ask him any question. The the question would be, hey. Did you kill my friend? And also, why? Instead he asks him, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And he, he pulls out the Cruel Intentions reference. He's like, I fucked one of my mom's friends. I believe it. It's like, come on. Uh, first of this all, movie- if I was one of his mom's friends, I would absolutely
2: fuck. Correct. Fuck. I wish I were friends with his mom.
0: <laughs> That's one way to put it. Instead he just, he just screams in his face, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Uh, not (laughs) murderers. Anyway, they're released from there. Most of them have their shirts off. I don't know why. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I. Can we get like a liar's hell room in the studio or something?
1: (laughs) We're gonna play Liars Never Have I Ever. (laughs) Why didn't you submit your audio?
0: Why didn't you edit it?
1: Why did you say the movie was good? Why did you believe me? What happened to Dr. Ben?
0: <laughs> Why did you pick the Giants?
1: What
2: happened to Dr. Disrespect? What happened to Robot Jones?
0: <laughs> God damn it! Okay, just... Hey, need a second here. So anyway... I can't believe to... I fucking walked backwards <laughs> in that trap. You did that I'm on so purpose. bed. <laughs> Okay, so, turns out this was the sloppiest manslaughter I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so good! Like, it's it's so stupid, I was just like, oh, this is, like, his telling of the events, it's gonna be a Rashomon thing, and it turns out, no, he actually, like, pulled out a gun and shot him or something. There is no clue other version of this. And, uh, this is kind of what I realized, there's not a lot of schoolwork done at this college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, we're, like, would you say, like, an hour or so
1: in? It's at this point you're wondering, like, why did they choose this dude outside of the fact
0: that he's good at rowing? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because he had a mysterious background.
2: Which, by the way, maybe they they needed him to be the new Shooter McGavin so he could move up the Skull Totem Pole. (laughs) Maybe, but, like, my thing here is, like, they
0: said, I guess his mom died or his dad died or something like that. And they both died and he's been an orphan until he just
2: recently got oh, a family. Well, the, is, the ultra rich black have black never white. taken advantage of orphans before. Well, that's what, no, here's what
0: I'm saying though. They never address it. I thought they was going to come back and like the skulls were responsible for the murder of his <laughs> Dude, mother Dude, could
2: you imagine though? <laughs> that, we get a fucking oh, was flashback to it young Shooter McGavin killing his parents. Yeah, Shooter McGavin walks out in
0: full Winter Soldier makeup, just murks his fucking. Fingers. No, no, not in Winter Soldier makeup, in Joker makeup. He murders them in Crime Alley. He's got the slow motion beads and everything. My name is my last name is not Mandrake. It's actually Chill. I'm sorry to tell you. Okay, so is I want to talk the about dumbest this episode scene? we've done. This, in months. this is we, so good. I, I want to talk about Shooter McGavin's face specifically specifically in the scene where his girlfriend publicly breaks up with him in a library or cafeteria wherever they are, and Shooter McGavin is just looking at them with like I, consternation while reading a newspaper.
2: Huh.
1: I guess the kids aren't alright. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh. Let's check the stocks on.
2: I guess that's why they call it window pane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, Joshua Jackson is uh, trying to leave the skulls and expose their dark secret to the world, because that's what my one black friend would have liked. You're
1: an orphan!
0: <laughs> They'll just kill you! <laughs> so he decides to chase after the guy. Well, first of all, he goes to his uh, drug addict friends and uh, convinces them to help him out by offering them the world's shittiest classic car I've ever seen. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, come definitely on.
1: Definitely a rabbit hole of like, What would the Skulls gift be for me? (laughs) It's not flattering. Don't say
0: Funko Pops. (laughs) I swear to fucking God. It's just a used copy of Halo 3 ODST. Oh, thank you. I'll do anything you want. A hand slithers out of a hoodie sleeve and picks it up. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Wow, thank you for the Hulk car, Skulls. Whoa, you got one too? (laughs) Oh my God
3: oh man okay. I need to meditate on this for
0: <laughs> a so uh, anyway Joshua Jackson chases the guy who changed all the um, tapes and stuff like that that recorded the murder so they have cameras in their haunted house in the coliseum where they filmed the crossfire commercials and it says war on this I wouldn't put a camera there you know I think they'd be used against them anyway this leads to a guy getting tasered in his dick and balls
1: <laughs> pro, just a pro tip for anyone listening if you are a young African-American person, do not get caught breaking into the skull title. <laughs> you are not leaving that place alive, or you're getting the get-out procedure. Right, you. yeah. Like, there is no winning this.
0: Yeah. So, oh, geez, it's weird. My my next note on here says, a guy in a Halloween mask and a purple wig beat Shooter <laughs> McGavin with a baseball bat. <laughs> it's, this movie
1: starts jumping around a bit I Realize, realizes, like, fuck, we're already like an hour. We gotta get booking. Let's go.
0: Hey, remember these guys from 50 minutes ago? Yes, just put them in Party City masks. It's fine. <laughs> and that allows Joshua Jackson to escape. And he has, like, the video of the murder. He delivers it to the cops. And he says yo man this is this is how it really happened but I guess the police chief changed the tape so oh, it's almost oh, no other I want to talk about the scene he's like what are you doing what's going on here he says the skulls the skulls man and if we were doing like a video thing you could see what I'm doing with my hand right now that's what the camera is doing it's just going just blah, blah, blah.
2: making the fucking not saying it's aliens guy face right? <laughs> <laughs> can we talk
1: about the tape please we- and Paul Walker's Tour de force performance here Oh yes <laughs> <clears throat> Let me clear my throat here Cause in this scene we find out that Oh no he chased him But his friend accidentally slipped and fell And Paul Walker reacted as such <clears throat> Oh god No
0: God Dad I killed someone Dad. Oh, Dad No wait you're missing some of the best ah! parts here Dad I have to call the police I have I to have call to 911 call I don't know why Dad. I dialed you first. Ah. <laughs> and then he just walks away. <laughs> anyway, see ya. He <laughs> casually it leaves. It <laughs> was very much an anyway, Gavin see Kevin comes in. And <laughs> then, uh, Kevin Chris, Christopher, in. uh, Chris McDonald. I was like, shoot him, again.
1: Oh, Always breathing. Oh, hey, let me just... Huh! Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he broke his neck. Weird. It was weird <laughs> that the autopsy didn't show that, huh? It was a very well, Bigfoot goodbye. moment. They just bring a
2: Bigfoot
0: to stomp his face
2: in a bush. <laughs> no one knows who this person who broke into the skulls bunk was.
0: <laughs> I just want to talk about the fucking camera in the scene where he, where Joshua Jackson loses his fucking mind. It's so good. <laughs> So would you rather rather have uh, Bob Walker just voting it in, or would you rather have Joshua Jackson go, the skulls! The skulls, man!
2: Watching him fucking realize that this stupid fucking detective is under the CSI guy's payroll is so fucking good. (laughs) Just that fucking face contortion as he goes from, I got those goddamn skulls now, the police will definitely help. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, uh, this will
1: finally
0: bring the skulls down for good.
1: Ah, oh, well, nevertheless.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so his pretty blonde girlfriend is uh, she goes to Paul Walker, who again is shirtless and is literally shadow um, There's a lot she of Paul him, hey, Walker
2: bo- boxing in this movie, by the way. Right.
0: <laughs> and uh, Pause. she doesn't him... rewind. Pause. Rewind. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me. <clears throat> it kind of reminds me of uh, Robin. Sorry. <clears throat> it, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of Robin in, was it Batman Forever or Batman and Robin where he's doing Ooh. his laundry? <laughs> I think it's Forever. <laughs> yeah, boy. By the way, this is the part the first
1: time I watched it where I was like, "Who is this woman?" And then Googled her and found out she's the woman in Law Abiding Citizen. Is like hey, do you think we're doing the right thing? And it just fucking explodes in her <laughs> <Right. later. laughs> Which really ran out of money for that experience. actress. So, uh,
0: she's like, well, I have to get... First of all, she reveals to Paul Walker that he didn't actually murder the black guy. And he gets really disappointed because he really wanted to get him. So, uh, she's like, oh, I have to go find my idiot boyfriend, Joshua Jackson. So, she's... Led by one of the leaders of the skulls, don't get in that car, lady. And <laughs> honest to God, what the fuck it's is wrong with this fucking
2: guy? Is just doing his best Bill Clinton too, like right? Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> the parallels to modern day are disconcerting
0: with this movie. They also reveal that he's almost a pedophile. It's like, oh, you've been having an affair with someone who was nineteen. <gasps>
1: Yeah, it's a rewrite if I ever uh, Yeah, sorry, you man. You almost You're...
0: hear the fucking dub over. <laughs> you, that's it's great because you can just hear the plane turning around from its path to to uh, Epstein's Island. <laughs> it's like my whoa, God, whoa, 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 she's whoa only sir. S- we have 19. standards here.
1: <laughs> Should have just had someone else dub over the line. <laughs> my God, man, she's only. Nineteen. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Jeffrey Epstein called this. Yeah, he's such a monster. He picks someone who is legal. Plus an extra year just to be safe.
0: Yeah, go fuck. yourself. So his name appears in Epstein's flight logs as a MILF guy number two. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so the darkest good. joke I've told on here. Uh, anyway, so. she somehow goes to the hospital and picks him up he's sitting in a wheelchair drooling (laughs) post-lobotomy and she's like we can still be friends
2: like they they, you have to realize they're the skulls they murder literally anyone who's a threat to them and instead of killing him this fucking orphan they go what if we just made him retarded and locked him in a building (laughs) (laughs) like
1: they say in the first five minutes yeah his dad left and he was like one and his mom's dad like he has no one he has two people in his life, one of which you've already killed. This seems like a pretty open and shut case. But no, we're just going to pay to like feed him and keep him alive for the next 45 years.
0: <laughs> so anyway, she takes him away on a thrilling chase. A chase. And uh, they're stopped at a bridge and... Shooter McGavin gets killed. <laughs>
1: Almost makes you wonder why we'd bother with the sanitarium at all. It lasted all of thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in a movie that it. has and the it, nerve to be like an hour full And it turns time. out <laughs> Joshua
0: Jackson put his brain back in his head, like in Psychonauts, and he can now talk. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I fixed the lobotomy. <laughs> I rode my way through. He it. fucking looks like Frodo suffering from the ring itis or whatever. <laughs> <like>, oh. Ring itis. <laughs> <laughs> And then the black police chief comes up and he say, "I saved your life because of the skulls." He's just like, "Why did you do that?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess I could just talk now." <laughs> it's it's a lot like Twister, the forgotten episode of uh, Rock. Par- oh yeah, I forgot that I could talk.
2: Man, fucking shooter McGavin getting blown away on this bridge though by the cops <laughs> is real good. I'd I like
0: to think that he wrote that scene in there for himself. <laughs> he's like, "All right, I, I will be fifth build in your shitty fucking movie," but.
1: I don't. I don't want to leave any mysteries. I
0: don't want to get. God, can you imagine spoiled. if? Can, sorry, can, I just thought. Of, okay? I just thought, of what if, if, what if Elijah Wood was the protagonist this movie?
2: Dude, I'm just I, now. I'm just imagining fucking Shooter McGavin going like, "All right, but you got to kill me off because I don't want you to bring me back for the sequel," and then coming Skulls back too. to direct the sequel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: search for a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I thought the Skulls too was really lacking, but Christy Alley was fantastic. <laughs> also, I'm just imagining the Skulls just ramming Elijah was nuts on the
0: right now. <laughs> just giving him the business. No Harvard. No law school. No No rowing. mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep yours. I'll cut mine. <laughs> oh shit! I saw my chance. And I took. Thank you. Anyway, so he gets—he uh, has to come up with a solution. I—I I guess they're just gonna let him live, you know. I anyway, mean, he comes into the skulls meeting with dressed in just a t-shirt, which is most unorthodox. And he comes in there with their big rule book, and he says, <laughs> "I challenge you. <laughs> I challenge you to rule number one nineteen. Fucking cool. There's forty of us. Bam, you're dead. You <laughs> over."
2: Well, you see, they're men of culture. They have to live by the rules of an orderly society. I got So admit, this Parker? fucking guy meets the fucking rules guy from Serenity and finds out how to stop the skull. Right, yeah. So, Alex,
0: you mentioned the word society. Parker, I'm getting very strong the movie society vibes from oh, this man. scene.
1: We... This movie could end in shunting, and I would not be surprised right? one bit.
0: <laughs> Joshua Jackson's going to get the shit shunted out of him, which is like... It says right here on page 79, that <laughs> In case of a dispute, we can all get in a room and
3: shunt together.
1: <laughs> Alex, have oh, you God, seen that movie bad.
0: yet? I don't remember. No.
3: Oh, boy, I have no that's no idea your what future. you're talking about. Oh,
0: Oh, there's really no way to describe it. <laughs> sure, a season sure is peeking right. around the corner, isn't yeah. it? Jinkies! It's actually like a pretty good movie horizon. just for that scene. That's a movie. That's anyway. So he says, according to rule number one nineteen, I'm allowed to engage in a duel. And you hear Craig T. Nelson go, "It's time." <laughs> <laughs> Craig T Nelson wearing Millennium Eyes. A
3: very good.
0: Thing. Instead of those stupid, like, skeleton keys that they have, they just have Millennium <laughs> Eyes.
1: <laughs> and Caleb, I play Pot of Greed, which allows me to drop two more cards. Yeah. It does what do, it Yugi.
0: <laughs> their ceremonial elixir was mixed and brewed in a Pot of Greed. You never so. saw this coming. <laughs> do you think their seconds for the duel or Parrot and Dox? Shut <laughs>
1: I love that I made you watch that whole season. That's literally one of three things you remember.
0: What else is there? There's nothing
1: else.
2: It haunts my dreams.
1: I know it owns. You ever just
2: say Mako Tsunami in the Dino Spumoni voice? Of
3: course I do.
2: (laughs) Mako Tsunami.
1: You ever just talk in the Weevil Underwood voice for like 10 minutes and worry you're going to get stuck
0: in it and have to stop yourself? No. Okay, so anyway, he... De- oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> anyway, so they say we can pursue our dispute or settle a dispute in a gentlemanly fashion. I thought that meant play chess. Turns out it's choose old ye oldie timey, like, pistol... What are they? are not even pistols. Like, musket pistols. You know I was
1: going to say... That this counts as us watching Hamilton. That way saw It's <laughs> <laughs> close enough.
0: This is better music. I'll take that great Correct. song over Hamilton. Hello,
3: my friend, we me meet
0: again. <laughs> ah, see, I knew i kept to do it. Anyway. I <laughs> got excited. Anyway, uh, so they all dress up in stupid shirts and stuff, and they go out to, I guess, their own little private Stonehenge, and... Uh, yeah, what the... Yeah, it, it kind of looks like the open air thing where they did the auction and get out. Second reference to that. And uh, instead, here it's like choose your weapon. Oh, you get this pistol, or this pistol, or this pistol.
2: And he yeah. just, like, just chooses one. Ah, oh, my son is a crack shot. Could you imagine if like, they <laughs> had like ninja stars and shit in there? <laughs> like just more <laughs> dual
0: weapons. Tom Behringer ninja <laughs> stars. So, first of all, Crank Team. Uh, Nelson... Uh, yes, I
2: choose cause... the
0: halberd.
1: <laughs> Craig, this is for you, Chris. The the medieval time scene in the cable guy—that's how this movie
0: ends. I wish. But Craig T. Nelson in this scene, with you know the stupid mustache and everything, he just reminds me of the fucking uh, villain from Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not what I expected, but you're not—he kind of does
0: look like him, doesn't he? It's like, and you must be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Bumblebee Tuna, Mr. Mantri. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie I've not seen in like
1: 20 years, but it's in there. So, uh, Joshua
0: it. Jackson says, say hello to my stinky friend. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, next week's
0: episode. <laughs> Anyway, so they this pull out their the guns. the dumbest fucking
1: thing I do week to week in the most beloved thing I do.
0: Anyway, so uh, Joshua Jackson pulls out one of the pistols. It doesn't matter which one. He pulls out one of the pistols, and so does his good friend Paul Walker. And they get back to back, and he's just like, We're soulmates, dear. Don't you do it. And they're walking. He's like, Please don't do it. And he turns around and just drops his gun and says, Come on, bro. You wouldn't do it, bro. Come on, man. Let's solo this on the road. Ten, ten seconds at a time. Or was it uh, 100 meters at a time? Oh, I'm not helping him.
1: Thank you. I'm so angry. Yeah. That was a... This is the
0: worst day of my life. <laughs> I don't know. It was, in some, it was in, like, what, Speed 2 or something? Anyway. So
2: he... <laughs> Shaking. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? <laughs> no. Because I, so I would, actually would watched be, that movie. Would it be a boat race or would it be, like, a car race on the boat?
0: Yes. Anyway, uh, oh my goodness. so his father him, just shoot him, just shoot the guy, and, he, and Paul Walker starts crying and shoots his dad. <laughs> why does his dad take the gun? He really wants <laughs> that kid understand. dead. Which, I have to admit, I'm kind of on his dad's side. You gotta, you know, tie up this loose end.
1: Exactly, man. Do you want to make it in life or not? I don't know, I have the answer for my own actions. Well, time to answer, bitch. Lock and load, let's get in there. And then he tries to murder himself. Yeah, then he tries... This movie <laughs> almost ends with a patricide suicide. Yeah. A
0: cool movie. He, he almost puts a gun to his head and pulls it, and then he's just like, no, we have to make it to the 2030s or whatever, because that's when Demolition Man <laughs> <laughs> happens, and that's when every restaurant is a Taco Bell. That's the reason to keep <laughs> living. <clears throat> the skulls are running all of those Taco Bells, too. Bring back the potatoes so uh, i'm just thinking
2: about a car race on a boat right now
1: <laughs> idiot, that's really eating up all my You heart.
2: also imagining it on the fucking level from tony hawk 2 yes of course okay it is. I, well why do they call them wait a second wait, we're literally
0: <laughs> just thinking of the mario kart double dash level on the, on the daisy cruise i
2: okay now i got it confused with the ds one i got dry bones btsd like all over again
0: Did someone say (laughs) dry bones? Well, actually, my wife says that that's a lot healthier. (laughs) Wet-ass bees. (laughs) Did you see the one about, like, Trump was really mad that the shower heads aren't giving him enough water, and someone said wet-ass president? (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking stupid.
1: We're two hours in. (laughs) We can't talk about wet-ass presidents. (laughs) How does
0: does the movie end? (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know. I don't remember. I think no, he just the, mo- walks the movie off like, ends
2: with, with the fucking CSI guy revealing his master plan of how he was manipulating everyone. Yeah, like, he oh, says... Well, actually, I'm going to use Joshua Jackson to get rid of my rival, who was my soulmate, Craig T. Nelson. Duh, 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 duh. I am definitely not a pedophile.
0: Yeah, That. so they kind of do that, but to what end? I guess the skulls still exist, and... Joshua Jackson knows better than to tell on anyone And he just walks into the sunset With his girlfriend
2: Yep
1: Yeah literally the They walk into the sunset and the movie's over Yeah.
0: Then Bittersweet Symphony plays and it just stops <laughs> Then he gets hit by a car It's really fucked up. <laughs> now, could you
2: Could you imagine Showing that movie to somebody for the first time Like being in the room and seeing their face it is it is one of the purest experiences on Earth. Boy, that car's getting pretty close. That's yeah, it's safe. just like, oh, that can't be safe.
0: <laughs> oh, safety first. This seems
1: a little silly. Maybe they should... Oh, no. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Okay, uh... So, any final thoughts on The Skulls?
2: Skulls above all. <laughs> on my list of all-time movies. Skulls, if you're listening, please please, uh, get me to pledge. <laughs> I will drink the piss in the beaker in the lab. Just let me know. Oh, absolutely. I think
0: there's kind of like the 90s aesthetic to this movie that still creeps over into 2000 again. That's that line that goes right up until 9 11, you know? Then things stop being so much fun. That's what the terrorists took
2: from us.
1: the skulls (laughs) skulls. oh man,
2: I was thinking earlier about uh, (laughs) the DNC bringing out Bin Laden's kids and being like yeah, we'll apologize for 9-11 if you guys just bring back the institutions (laughs)
0: Jesus ugh anyway so there's (laughs) a
3: Alright, on that you note, know, on, on. One <laughs> last <laughs> one. One last one. Before
0: I cut that. Uh, is... <laughs> <Don't> you <dare. laughs> Do you know how the skulls get their name? Oh, God damn it. It's Bigfoot's favorite decoration. <laughs>
1: And that's the T, sis.
0: Uh uh-huh. Um <clears throat> She's uh... <laughs> <laughs> That
2: could not have been a funnier time for your mic to fuck up. <laughs> you ran into a tunnel. I go. <laughs>
1: this is powerful. No one else understand why that really cracked us up, but man. I'll put that. In a lot <throat> for me. I'll yeah, put that at the end. This is really good. <laughs> that was an immediate lean away from the microphone. <laughs> I'm glad. I had to
2: say something. I had to say something because I knew we both couldn't keep it. An I'm glad you did. <laughs> That is perfect timing.